Welcome, everybody, to episode 89 of the Minecraft Podcast. This episode of the Minecraft Podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. To download a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash Minecraft. Ah. So, Minecraft Podcast with Boot Boobs. With Good Boobs. <laughs> I like sounds like I've good. seen those. I don't want to see them again. You <laughs> see good boobs? Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> so, uh, Super Smash Wii U dates announced. Wii twenty first of November for uh, North America and Europe. Uh, December the fifth for Japan, Australia. Oh no! Hey, what? Oh. Wait, wait, December the 5th for the UK, no, too? Hear no, that right? 21st November for North America, comma, EU, December 25th, Fifth, and not <laughs> Japan, Australia, God December dang. 6th. So I'll I'll take this off. I put it yeah, in. So basically, Super Smash Bros. for the Wii U is was touted for release Christmas 2014. And they recently came out and said they're going to be releasing it in North America yeah, roughly about two and a half weeks earlier than everywhere else, which kind of has me super salty. And I know the reason for this is simple, pretty much. Uh, so when they're releasing Smash for the Wii U, they're pushing four new things. They're pushing the game itself, Smash Brothers for the Wii U. They're pushing the Amiibo range, which is their new uh, range to take on Skylanders and Disney Infinity. Uh, amiibo uh, range. Isn't it called that, Cole? Some Amiibo? Yeah, or? Um, ami- Amiibo. No, yeah, no, they're like little, we're Nemo they're little statues. Uh, not, not, ami- not, not Amiibos. Amiibos. Now, A-M-double-I-B-O. So they're little statues you can scan on your Wii U gamepad, and they'll be placed in the game themselves. Uh, they're pushing the GameCube controllers, the new ones that they're making for Smash, and the GameCube controller adapter, which we will come on to in just a second. And the, re- the reason they're pushing all of this is because uh-huh. Black Friday, of course, is... I think, what is Black Friday? 28th? Uh, yeah, it's around there. It's the last, it's last week, or the second so, last week? Don't be mad. Get your own Black Friday. I I know, but I kind of think like <laughs> yeah, we need we need more riots in our stores. We yeah, think- you don't have enough really fat people pushing over other fat people. I don't know why they're fat. Being stomped <laughs> to death and yeah. I I I go to one of these and I tell you what, it's it's a fun experience. I don't know that I'd ever want to do it again, but like watching people fight over like comforters, it's just like. <laughs> I'll give you the extra five bucks just to stop. Well, though, I kind of like enjoy watching you, but it, I don't know. It's just crazy to me, like, just how insane people get over small, small savings. But anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> small, but I'm kind of like, salty about this because uh, a few people are saying translation may have been the problem, you know, because the majority of North America speaks English as their primary language. Uh, Europe has a bunch of different languages, and I think there's a uh, Australia does as well. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, that's weird. But I think the, the main reason is the production. Um, they're producing so many things, and they need to get a certain amount of stock pushed out to the U.S. and Canada yeah, for Black Friday. I think it's mainly it's that they quantity. had to replace tilt controls with motion controls in every copy. <laughs> that was the only thing. That was the only thing they needed to do. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's a sheer number of products, isn't it? If, if you're going to release yeah. in North America and Japan and Europe, you're going to need millions and millions and millions of. Should Nintendo not have planned this better? Because now I, I feel a bit sort of alienated. I, I understand the reason, but I feel like I'm being treated as a sort of, you know, second-class fan, so to speak. Even though I classify myself as a hardcore Nintendo fan, I kind of feel like I'm being done over. I, I, well, I isn't that kind of Nintendo's MO lately? Yeah. Isn't that kind of what they do? They, they don't know how to handle it, man. They don't. And, like, 
Now, a lot of my friends are like, I'm going to buy it still. I was tempted to buy a North American Wii U for it. That's how much I want this game because it's going to be the next competitive platform for Smash. You know, the 3DS is brilliant, but the real stuff is going to be on the Wii U with the GameCube controllers. And yeah. uh, it, it just sucks because I'm going to go online now and get stomped by, you know, people from North America who have three weeks more experience than me. On the all right, GameCube. all right. Hey, that, that number keeps getting longer. It's two weeks. Oh, two and a half weeks. Sorry. I <laughs> oh, don't do it's that. two and a half weeks. It's two weeks and a day, okay? Two weeks in a day. I've heard that up to make it seem worse, but, <laughs> you know, two weeks. But, um, Screw facts. And, you know, that's that. Just put a, any opinions, you know, yeah, I guess it's understandable, but... I don't I understand why this keeps happening. I guess you figured it out with the whole Black Friday thing, but I just don't... I don't agree with it either. Like, I don't... <gasps> I don't it's wildly inconsistent, and they've, they've shown that they do not have an ear to the ground when it comes to what their consumers want for, um, I don't know, the past few years, even. How, see, I don't have a Wii U, so I don't know, but how much of the Wii U is physical products in terms of gaming? I mean, can, uh, you, can you buy it online and download it? Download yeah. titles, but good guy Nintendo, region locked. Everything is region locked. But yeah. I just don't understand why, why this still is a thing, I guess. I just can't, I can't wrap my head around it. We're in a global, I mean, like the, the world, it, the, I mean, basically after the internet existed, this type of thing should have stopped. Is how yeah, I well, that's it. what I'm saying is that Nintendo's been just consistently on the slow side of adapting to this sort of change for a long time now. Yeah, I was going to make exactly the same point. Like, ever since the Internet, it's been much more of a global gaming community. And when you do stuff like this, you're just shutting out a whole group of people that, like, it, the same thing happened with Hyrule Warriors in reverse. Hyrule Warriors yep. was released, uh, I think, like a week, a week. later yeah, a week. than everybody yeah. else in North America. Why? I don't know. Reason, and often the hype only lasts about a week for some of these games. I mean, yeah. Smash will be longer, but Hyrule Warriors. Who's talking about that now? It's been a couple. Nobody. It's been a week now. It's over. <laughs> pretty much, I completed it. I had the entire game pretty much finished before you know North Americans even got it, and I had it up on my YouTube channel. So, you know, I can't feel unfair for you guys, but at the same time, they're eagerly screwing us over here. I mean, what's I'm stopping them? From- saying, I'm not saying it's fair. And Smash Brothers is yeah. a much bigger deal, too. So, I mean, you're getting far more screwed by that than the Hyrule Warriors release. So, What's stopping them? Put a digital download on the other stores, you know, just temporarily. Nothing. Exactly. I don't Nothing. think the localization has anything to do with it, by the way, because it is way too late in the game for that to be a factor. In terms of, like, they're still developing it just a few weeks out? I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, right. No, they got to be shipping at this point, basically. They could right? just release the EU version at the same time if the reasoning is just the Black Friday thing. Like, why not yeah. just move the EU release date up? I make the point that Pokemon X and Y was released worldwide, and it's an RPG. And it has far more translation than, you know, Smash Bros. I could play Japanese Smash Bros. because you don't need to read the text. It's you press buttons and beat people up. It isn't a story. Yeah. So that, that's that one. But speaking of Smash Bros. Oh yeah. Oh, you are yes. an angry man this week, aren't you? I am. My, I mean, this, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't have I'm a Wii U. I don't really. Yeah, you know, I've not played Smash, but even this just blows my head. Um, cool. You can cover it. Wii U, the You're GameCube, <laughs> the Wii U GameCube adapter that comes. It comes packaged with with some versions of Smash Bros, doesn't it? Yeah, you can buy a yeah, version or you can buy, or you can buy separate. separately for $20, um, I think. It only works with Smash. Mm-hmm. Yay. Why, Why is people- this? Can anyone explain this to me? <laughs> so the trouble is, is that Nintendo, when they announced this this adapter, so it's an adapter that lets you use GameCube controllers. Four GameCube that controllers. original ones that, that worked with the GameCube, including WaveBirds. 
or the new ones that they're making now, which is awesome. But they implied at the time that it would be the same as um, it would be supported by games that support the Wii U Pro controller. They, they, they either said that explicitly or implied it. Whichever the case, they're retracting that now. I see. And that so, sucks. like, it won't work like on, like, Mario Kart or something. Right, exactly. Yep. Which I was so, I was so into that. I, the, 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 they won't even work with virtual is, console titles based off of what they're saying. It's, it's, it's that. only going to exclusively work with Smash on Wii U. But that doesn't make any sense. So basically, you can download a game that's meant for that controller and it doesn't work. Exactly, yeah. Really well, they don't have any game, they don't have any GameCube games. Per oh. se, but on the Wii, virtual console games were playable with the GameCube controller because the original Wii's had GameCube controller ports. Are they active, actively stopping it from working on? I'm not things? sure. I, I, so I was looking up solutions because I wanted to get my my hands on Smash Bros. Uh, so I was going to buy a North American Wii U, and obviously with the adapter not being released until the game's released, I was thinking like, how can I get my hands on? You know, because I was going to download the title. How can I get my hands on an adapter to play with a GameCube controller? And apparently there's unofficial ones out there that you can plug into your Wii U and you can play Wii games and virtual console games with a GameCube controller. So I'm kind of wondering, you know... Why can't this, Nintendo do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why can't Nintendo do that, pretty much? So, I, I I don't know. They've said it won't work with anything bar Smash Bros. Maybe it'll work with virtual console, we're not sure. But I don't see any reason for it not to. I mean, it's just a few button remaps. It isn't, you know, recreating the entire game. Yeah. So, who knows, it seems like man. a waste, and it's it it's, seems like it's another example of Nintendo just being very weird about like not understanding what their customers want. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a significant investment to get these controllers too. They cost just as much as a controller that works for Smash and every other game. You know, yep. why would you buy a bunch of GameCube controllers that are only going to work for one game on the Wii U if you don't already have them? That is, how good is? So I've never really played a GameCube. I don't know if I've ever played a GameCube actually. Um, what 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 makes the GameCube controller so amazing for Smash that it must come back with Smash? I've never played Smash in ever, like in no iteration. Well, if you've <laughs> ever seen a GameCube controller, you probably know you've seen them, right? What they look I, like. I ha- I'll be Google it because I don't what is, remember what, is what the hell they look like. To be honest, they're very unique. Um, they were the really the first of the modern controllers. Honestly, if you look at it, it really mm. looks a lot like an Xbox 360 controller or whatever. Yeah, which uh, mm-hmm. is widely considered right now to be the best controller design that there ever has been. Um, but it's just got a really good layout, a really good feel in your hands. Everything, all the buttons are very responsive. The triggers feel really good. You know, the position of everything is really tight, and I, I just generally. I, I believe the, f- the GameCube controller is considered to be Nintendo's best controller design. Well, the thing is, yeah, it's, it's not a Wii U controller. I think that's probably more important. Right. Yep, it's well, not a Wii U controller. <laughs> the, the, that's another thing, is that ever since the Wii, Nintendo has had very strange controllers. Like, there was the Wii Mote, and then the Wii Classic controller is just the worst. I don't know how they designed that, but it's terrible. Yep. And then the tablet, which is like a, holding a dinner tray in your hands... I mean, you don't want to play a fighting game. You've got, like, five pounds between your hands. Yeah. And then they've got the Wii Pro controller, which feels like a lightweight (laughs) Xbox 360 controller. It just doesn't feel substantial. I mean, it's good enough, but in some ways it doesn't feel as good. And Mm -hmm. I I would honestly, if I could use the Wavebird for Mario Kart, I fucking would. I would use that instead because it feels so much better to me. It was such a good controller to hold as well. It just felt so, like, you know, comfortable, firm in your hands, responsive, as you said. 
it just it worked really well on melee. Sorry, like I didn't play it much, but when I did play it, really enjoyed my time on that game, and uh, it kind of sucks. Is, is that considered? A, where does um where does melee fall in terms of um the public regard of the Smash game? It's uh, the most regarded one. It's the, the most competitive one. It's kind of viewed as the most technical Smash Brothers because there was a lot of things that weren't meant to be in the game, but people figured out, like uh, Wave Dashing and stuff. I, I don't know the whole technical limitations of it, but there's a lot of, like, uh, basically it's very skill-based in that regard. You know, like Brawl, people said it's too campy. Melee was the best of both. And N64 Smash was released sort of too early for a huge fan base to be following around it. So everyone jumped on Melee. And the game still play competitively now, so that's kind of yeah. You know that would have a huge influence then on on people's controller preference, and mm-hmm. in fact, that probably means that what this all is, as far as Nintendo's concerned, is basically trying to create a return to form or whatever. Like it sounds like there was a great one, and then there was a lull in the series, and then now they're trying to release one, and they're trying to say, hey. It's just as good as the one you guys all like and play competitively. And we're even going to let you use the controller you like. Ba-bam. Ba-bam. Uh, they've said that this one <laughs> is the biggest mix of competitive and casual. They're appealing to both markets. And so far from Smash 3DS, I kind of see that. You know, it is a good game. It isn't as campy as Brawl, but there is a, it's a big change in sort of gameplay. It's interesting. I'm interested to see how the competitive scene goes from there. For well, that one. Well, while we're talking about controllers, I mean, have there been any controllers you've used that are... Not, not not just for Wii U, but for your entire gaming life that have been really good. Xbox 360 controller is my go-to for PC games. I just, yep. I don't know. I think that's the pinnacle of controllers, in my opinion, for just general, general use. I've really never, uh, never used an Xbox controller before. I've never played an Xbox. Really? Ever. I've, got, I've got Xbox controller Wait, for the PC. Have an Xbox 360. No, I don't, I've never played an Xbox wow. of any type. I've never oh played God. a game on Xbox. I have no <laughs> knowledge of Xbox. Me I've neither. I will, me neither. I will send you one. You've played, you've played games with controllers, though, right? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But not Xbox controllers, only PlayStation. Like oh, I, my God. Like my, my, uh, for my computer, I bought a PlayStation controller or a Logitech version of a PlayStation controller. Oh, God. I mean, uh, those are okay, but I mean, I would I would recommend seriously just pick up an Xbox 360 controller and the wireless adapter for PC, and enjoy because it's really it's so ultimate and every game supports it too. I think I, they support. I just don't the, know if the, I like the, the controller or the Logitech stuff. The knobby <laughs> bit being I, 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 the opposite not, of the knobby bits. That, that, oh, that every than, yeah every game yeah, supports I don't know it. Why, it's, but it's so good. It's so much better that way. Huh. <laughs> Even the Wii U uh, Pro Controller. No, wait. Does no, that have the sticks no. side by side? Let me see. Yeah, it, they do. Yeah, I bought oh, yeah, one yesterday. Are. I have it right here on my desk. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it doesn't matter to me so much. My thumbs will go wherever the sticks are. But I, I don't know why, but I really prefer that offset layout. Huh. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't have any knowledge, so I don't know that it's stuff. I just decided it's basically like I don't like pizza, but I've never tasted it type of thing. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's, it's one of those type of things. I didn't, I don't, I don't have experience. I just, I don't know. I think my favorite controller of all time was the Jaguar controller, but that was before the knobby bits. I loved it, man. I loved the little, you know, I, you know why I think so is because the the first gaming console I ever had was the Intellivision with the, with the little inserts, right? So maybe it was like a a call back to the little inserts. (laughs) It it looks like, it looks like a a telephone. Uh, That's what it looks like to me. I've never held one before. But it That's funny that, that you you cited that as your example controller because you just you just mentioned a controller that like less than 
0.3% of anybody who's even going to hear this is even touched. That's true. Touched yes. with their hands. The only time I ever touched one was at a store demo one time in my entire life at a store that doesn't even exist anymore. The franchise went out of business. Was it Incredible Universe? Uh, no, I played like Desert. I think it was uh, no, 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 Jungle the store, Strike or the Store. There was a store. Oh, the store? No, it was like, uh, I don't know what it was. I can't remember. Oh, I just know it doesn't exist anymore. in Texas called Incredible Universe that had, it was like Best Buy, but everything was out of the box pretty much. I mean, like, it wasn't all open items, but you could test everything. And that's where I bought my Jaguar was at Incredible Universe. <laughs> Anyways. I mean, those are so rare. You can't even hardly get one that works. I know. so few of them. Because if you take it, if you move it, it breaks. Like, I've had three of them, and uh, whenever you travel with them, they just break. I don't understand. There's like, there's, they're just put together poorly. Yeah, it's just poor manufacturing. <laughs> By that time, Atari was just so desperate and struggling. Because remember, they they created the whole video game uh, bubble, and they were like the direct target of it when it burst, and then they just limped along after that, and it was yeah. terrible. <laughs> God, this controller is awful. Look at this thing. <laughs> it's well, like yeah, every all, all of the worst controllers combined into one. The Intellivision, the Sega Genesis controller... Oh it's my like Lord. you get to hell and see it in hand. He's this controller <laughs> asks you to play, and Goots is sitting there having the time of his life, yes. like He's grinning. <laughs> if we're talking about weird oh. controllers, I, back in the PlayStation One days, I used to have a, a Negcon, which mm. was for for car driving, um, and I think later on for fighting games was really very good. Namco, uh, yeah, it's the it's the um, yeah the twisty Looks one in the middle. It's crazy. It it was um, really really good, especially for driving because you just used it as a steering wheel kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> it looks it looks interesting to say the least. Very interesting. Good analog buttons on it as well. That was that was. A- I find it insane looking back at some of these old controllers. Like uh, me and MC, we're talking about like the Super Scope and stuff. Like stuff like that just seems so insane. As Super Scope the for the SNES. Oh that yeah, it is. but that's not that weird. They they've yeah. done think about all the peripherals that they put out for the Wii. Way way more. It's just that they all use the Wii mode. So you get like a a big plastic racket that has a Wii mode slot. You get a gun. What about that that Zelda game? The the shooting one. Oh, the bow the shooting, yeah. shooting training or something. Our archer training. Yeah, that's like a modern super scope. It's I got a shooting game. Is ever is the damn the glove like that? Our glove. It's yes. so bad. But that's not so weird either, because today we have those same things. Like, Nintendo was just ahead of their game. The Power Glove, if you look at it, the way it's set up and the way it works is an early Wiimote. Because it's got sensors on the TV, huh. yeah. it's, it's it's triangulating the position of the glove, and then using that information to control right. the game. It's just that it sucked. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was so way bad. Too early. I had it for like 30 minutes. I step on the fucking cord when I'm doing like an uppercut in Punch-Out, and rip <laughs> and the damn cord it. out of the bottom. Yep, destroyed it. <laughs> And I'd like saved my fucking uh, allowance for months and months and months. Yeah. And then I got like a cold right after. Associate the I associate it with a piece of shit that gave me a cold. It's basically like the memory <laughs> I have. <sighs> if you want to talk about a piece of shit that Nintendo made, the best thing that you could point to would probably be the Virtual Boy. Oh yeah, yeah I'd love to get my hands on one. Yeah, they're, they're somewhere. I don't know. They're it's not neat. too bad to obtain, actually. But they yeah. they only have thirteen games, so. 
There was uh, wasn't there like a hidden 14th game that was only released in Brazil? And uh, I remember watching this documentary on it. Like there was this one game that was released or meant to be released in uh, Southern America and was never released. And then the ROM was dug up like years later. It was insane. Just like all the co- like, like there's, <laughs> yeah, there's there's these niche followings online for stuff like this. I found it very interesting, like the prices and stuff of it. Yep. Yep. Interesting. But hmm. let's not all shit Nintendo today, as uh, they did a good job with Smash, surprisingly. No. Well, I guess it's basically going to be another game that, uh, that we're expected to play, like Mario, and then I'm just going to get my ass handed to me because you guys have well, been playing it your entire <laughs> life. I, I want to just jump in and talk about it here because I haven't got it done, but it came out this week. And I honestly can say it's the most fun I have had on my 3DS since I bought it. It is so good, man. And like, Why? A huge why, why is it so good? Because it's one of those games where to win, you need to be legitimately good at the game. You can't just spam buttons like most, but you can, but you'll get punished, of course. Here's the thing. There's a lot of different kinds of fighting games, right? If you think about it, like, there's the Street Fighter style. There's shit like Power Stone, which is different. It's like a brawler in a 3D arena type of deal. There's all these different styles of them, and they all control differently. And the way that Smash controls, like, it's not just a throwaway thing that Nintendo did. Like, it's a unique style of fighting game that's different from the way, like, an old-style side-scrolling fighter works or something like that. It's got a really good set of, of moves that you can do. They're easy to learn. The characters are very diverse, and the moves are very diverse. So that all goes together in a game that's, like, very accessible to play, but very technically deep, like, in terms of, like, a chess game. There's a lot of it's, skill involved, good. and yeah. there will be a lot of things. Like, for example, recently this week, someone discovered that there was uh, basically they hacked their 3DS so they pl- they could use a GameCube controller to play the game, and they discovered there was a mechanic with Sheik. Sheik is a, a character from the Zelda franchise where you could cancel out of one of your moves. Uh, this move has huge like lag, but if you had a GameCube controller and did it fast enough, you cancel out of it and then get like a massive combo. So there's like so much you know, things that Nintendo didn't even intend in this game that people are discovering. And it always happens with the Smash games. And mm. good players will exploit this and use it. But it's so hard to do that it doesn't feel overly cheap. And uh, they've just put so much effort into this. The characters, <laughs> the music's awesome. The stages, they've actually took on board feedback from the competitive community and they have the 1v1 online no items mode, which is awesome. I I just mm. can't praise it enough. It's just like, I was hyped for it and it actually delivered. You know, so I I think that you know out of the gate you'll probably have your shit handed to you, and I will too. By the way, again, it'll I be did. just like Mario Kart. <laughs> my uh, I I went zero and twenty. My first games, my win rate is not like fifty percent. <laughs> I've played four hundred games, and it's a fifty percent win rate. So, but the thing is, is that it's a very fun game. Like I, mm-hmm. I think that even even getting your ass handed to you can still be a pretty fun experience because there's so much stuff going on. There's so much that you can do, and yep. uh, it's really fun when you learn. How to, how to do stuff. I think the most frustrating thing probably in Smash at the beginning when you start playing is not being able to keep your fucking character on the board. Yep. <laughs> like being able to get back on the board when you get knocked off is like the first skill you have to work on. <laughs> <laughs> when the Wii U version comes out and we all have it, we should do some. Uh... Well, I can add it, and when we all, we all have, have it. it. You guys love it. <laughs> I've, I've got it. I've got a pre ordered man. I, I'm going to have controllers and adapter, and I'm ready. 
Pretty cool swell that you have it. You know, I'm oh, I'm, I'm, expect, I'm expecting to beat them. So, what, is like, this like your favorite fighting game of all time, or what is yeah. what would you declare your favorite fighting game of all time? I have, I have a Street Fighter pod back there. Oh, I spent oh, about a hundred dollars on, and I tried to get in the Street Fighter Four because my ex housemate was a huge Street Fighter Four fan, and he beat my ass time big time on it. So I was like, screw it. I get into this game, and I went, and I started practicing like every day. And I don't know, it just didn't really hold my interest for a while, but uh, Smash has always been one of those games that they change it up so much each series or each sort of edition that, you know, there isn't there isn't going to be someone who just beats your ass every time because they change the gameplay in very subtle ways where everyone has to adapt to it. I mean, obviously, veteran players will find it a bit easier, but with, with this being a new entry, I think it's a very good sort of stepping stone into the series. And uh, I haven't really competitively played a Smash game, yet... I'm winning pretty much, you know, half of my games, despite only this being my first serious one. So, did you ever play Power Stone on Dreamcast? That was good. Oh, I'd girl, <laughs> talking my language. <laughs> I was always a fan of of weird fighters that like the non mainstream ones. And Power Stone, I I got a Dreamcast on nine nine ninety nine, man. And Power Stone was on my list. I was like, this looks fucking awesome. Yeah. And that game was badass. It was, was different fun. than every fighting game before it. It was really cool. Although it didn't really have a whole lot of, it has a following and it was very popular, but it didn't really grow beyond that. There was Power Stone Two, which was really yeah. good as well. Yeah, but there hasn't been anything since, and I'm kind of because because whenever I see Smash Brothers, Power Stone is what I think of, but it's like it, it almost feels like a 2D version almost. Uh, no, like Power Stone didn't have any depth at all. Like in terms of moves and everything, it was all oh, single was, button type yeah. of combos. Like there was just no, nowhere to go with what they had set up, unfortunately. But I mean, for myself, my favorite fighters have always been the ones that are like the not anything that was not Street Fighter. I was into yeah. because it, it, that just felt like that was the standard. Like yeah. Mortal Kombat. Well, Mortal Kombat's different too. That's the Soul Calibur was the one I pumped a lot of hours into. Yes, I always Soul wanted to be really good at, at Tekken. Everyone I knew was well, not everyone I knew. I had <laughs> friends that were really, really good at Tekken, and I could never like just get it, man. I don't know. You know, what you needed to do to get it was you had to do it. Like I, I once went to um, an arcade with a a bag of quarters, a huge bag of quarters, and I just stayed at the Tekken machine for a really long time, just yeah. fucking like the shit out of Tekken two. And a little bit of virtual fighter now and again, but Tekken Two is just oh god, so good. <clears throat> yeah, my best friend, well, a Mad Cow from Minecraft. Uh, he he would go and he would let people pick his character. He didn't care, and he would just kick your ass in interesting ways. It was like it was almost offensive in a way. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, that's he said. Some of those games you could get so good at them that you know whenever you would play somebody, just it's like watching I don't know like when they do like. It's hard. It's hard to explain. Like it's like watching a dance or something almost, or like a yeah. ballet. I don't know, like a, a yeah, production just fluid <laughs> movement. Like it just depends yeah. on the fighting. Game. Like Dead or Alive had some very interesting things that you could do, where you could you could turn the the moves against the player. Like they could throw a punch, you could catch the punch, and then break their arm or something like that. You could yeah. do these yeah. moves where it start to change. It's not just punches getting blocked. It would be punches turning into a whole other combo altogether. Right. I don't know. I, I just always liked that. Actually, the Dreamcast had a fuck ton of awesome, unique fighting games. It was like a weird little renaissance that just took place on the, the Dreamcast. Dreamcast itself. was such a good console. It is. I mean, it had the it, it had Power Stone. It had Soul Calibur Two. It had Tech Sonic Romance. Adventure One and Two. No, no, awesome we're games. Start fighting games. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can beat people up in Sonic, right? <laughs> Sonic. 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 Oh, fighting. I, okay. Well, uh, yeah. Smash. 
The dream, <laughs> the, the Dreamcast overall uh, was a great console, though. I, I, my cousin had one, and I just played the crap out of his. The controller was not the best, though. I, I love the little, the yeah. little Sonic Adventure Two thing you had for it. You could plug it in and bring your chows Steve. on the go. Yeah, the VMEs were the shit, man. They're like little Game Boys. Every single one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're the best. Such a shame. Such a shame. But uh, have we have we have we fucked that one to death now? Yeah, um, yeah, oh, yeah. we have. So, so talking of old school fighting, um, uh, the Kickstarter for Reflex, which we have talked about before, uh, has been taken down. By the way, Bash, oh, that's just... the perfect segue I've ever heard in my life. Thank you. Kudos. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know what Reflex was, it was a Quake-style Reflex shooter. FPS. That's about. Um, Code, do you want to take this one? Yeah, sure. So, um, basically, they had 11 days to go or so, and it seems that they decided that they weren't going to make it. And it looks like pretty likely that they're right, because they were asking for uh, 360,000 Australian, and they only had 81,000 Australian. So, they were not even close to hitting that number. And without any transparency as to what exactly the reason is that they needed so much money, I think it's probably, it was probably the right choice for them to just abandon that. Why do they need so much? Do we have any idea? I mean, if you could, if you had to guess, like, I can't guess. Well, I know that if you looked at the alpha, you would not necessarily be that impressed with what it looked like, but they actually had some... It plays um, smoothly. No, it played great. Like, if you, yeah. were a, if you were a Switch game player, you know, Quake, Warsaw, uh, games like that where you, you, you played... Twitch shooters, competitive shooters, which is sort of like the fringe of SP- FPS these days. Uh, it's called arena FPS is really the genre, I guess. Uh, you would know that what Reflex was doing was really solid. Like the, they had great movement. It felt very much like Quake when you played it, but it's not, it's not based off of Quake. It's a completely new engine. And, you know, it just felt really good. It felt like a competitive shooter. But right now, it doesn't look like much. They've just got basically programmer graphics. They've got placeholder stuff in there. Uh, But they do have some concept shots that they had made where they were really going for a game. They're trying to take the Arena FPS, which has basically been living in a world of, you know, late 90s game technology or early 2000s, I guess I should say, like 2003, Quake 3 era. And... uh, trying to bring it up into the modern world with a new engine, with modern-looking graphics, you know, but still maintain that high level of performance. You know, you really have, like, 125 frames per second. Yeah, fast yeah. movement. Yeah, no input lag at all. You, like, in the competitive shooters, you can't have any kind of weird lag. You can't have anything like that. It, it can't be like, oh, it's fine at 40 FPS. No, it has to be 125 FPS all the time, <laughs> period. So, like, it's not, it's not a... I don't think it's a an idea that would be popular in the mainstream now because I think that 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 whole that's just part of history now mm-hmm. for games. Like everybody's kind of moved on, and that's not really there's not a huge demographic of people out there that want that. But the people of the people who still do want these games, I think Reflex was was something that we really wanted. I think there's there's a lot, there's a lot of people that don't know they want it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they have so played it. There's another point of view of yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like a lot of a lot of um, it's a Young very old genre now. So yeah. a lot of gamers today that are active have never played these old games. I mean, they're like 
historical now. Like it's that's old stuff. Who cares about that? We have COD and we have you know whatever whatever the modern shooters are, which really those are the the quake of today, basically. You know, it's not like people are playing them because of the military theme. They're playing them because of how the gameplay feels and they like it. And you just slap a different theme on it, and they'll still play it. Because, I mean, all that stuff grew out of the World War II theme, right? And then it yeah. just went on the modern warfare theme. And, I don't know, it gets, it'll go on to sci-fi is what it looks like next. Right. Off into space. But, yeah, which kind of brings us back again. But anyway. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The, uh, the concept drawings kind of reminded me of sort of Unreal Tournament-y sort of locations. Yeah. Um, but, the, yeah. Which the, is that also in progress as well out there. So there's a little bit of a revival going on. Because there's going to be a new Unreal Tournament. There's going to be this. There's another one called, um, uh, it's, God, what is it, Twitch or Toxic? It's Toxic. Oh, to- to- toxic. toxic. Yeah. And that funny. is coming out. Yeah, that one looks really good, and it's an arena. Is, is the Unreal Tournament going to be another Cliffy B one, or is it? No, Cliffy B left Epic um, a while back now. Yeah, so he's not, it's, he's not, not, it's not related to him at all anymore. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I'm not sure if that's it's a good thing or a bad thing. I hope Reflex eventually makes it out. I yeah, hope it makes it out. You can tell oh. that they have a lot of support, a lot of interest because of the fact that they did raise eighty-one thousand Australian. It's not like it's mm. it's not like it's no interest or something like that. They just weren't going to uh. hit the goal that they set. Well, the thing is, it wasn't very well publicized. I didn't know about it until no. uh, someone posted it in the chat. Yeah, we it. didn't get our hands on it until it was halfway through the well, last last so. week, really. Yeah. yeah. So um. it sucks. I hope it makes it out though, because it does look pretty good, and I would like to give it a go. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm desperate I, to play it multiplayer. I personally think that they seem to really get it. I've, I've played it, and I've seen how it looks, and I've seen how they want it to look, and I think that it's a really, really good entry into the genre, and I think that they will be successful if they manage to survive. Hopefully. Hopefully. Before Baj uh, jumps on to the next topic, I just want to go back and say, someone told me that apparently the GameCube controllers will work with the virtual console stuff. Oh, good. I, that's just what people are telling me. I'm not sure if it's confirmed, but... And when you say people, do you mean you've been tweeted that? The tweeters, yeah, I've been tweeted okay. a few times. <laughs> All right. Just, just, just so, getting our sources just, verified. Just, that's my source, guys. Don't hit on me if it's wrong. Anonymous person <laughs> on the internet says... Yeah. Well, I don't want to get blamed for people saying, oh, you know, it works with the virtual... Con- or, sorry, virtual console, but... Yeah. yeah. So, um, I did have a really, really good segue planned there, and you just ruined it. <laughs> uh, well, Baj, you could say that maybe that was just destiny. No, I, I don't know. Whoa! Oh, good one. Yeah. So, um, a guy apparently has found uh, the Destiny 2015 DLC Terminus level uh, is already in the game, or at least a I lot of it this. is. I love this so much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it just brings back this whole thing about the DLCs and... and should you really be charging people to unlock things that are already in the game you've bought? Yes. I want to I wanna jump out and say right now that I just disagree with, with taking that point of view on it at all. Because the fact of the matter is, is they completed whatever they were going to sell a long time ago before it comes out to, on a disc to us or whatever. The fact that they were working on the stuff they were going to release later and it just happens to be in there because it's part of the game, eh, whatever. That's where it ought to be. And it's not like it's finished or completed. It's just pieces of yeah. it there. The thing is, he hasn't hacked this to get to it. He's yeah. jumped on... If you look at the video, he's very, very easily jumped on a couple of ledges, and he's up there. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, the reason I think that this is so cool is it reminds me of um, those people who like would break WoW and find these places that were never released. You ever yeah. read about that? It like, reminds me of Ogremar. You could find uh, underneath Ogremar there was a un- un- underdeveloped Ogremar uh, as well. Un- Undermar. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a modern day digital. You know, finding Atlantis or something like that. It's an exploration sort of thing. You know, you break into game and you're and not only you don't just run into bugs, you find a whole place that nobody knew existed. That's fucking awesome, right? Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of uh, when Skyrim came out. The whole Morrowind sort of deals. He was sort of planned out in the distance, and someone went outside the map and went to it, but it wasn't complete. It was there, you know, but yeah, it wasn't fully sort of made yet. I was I mean, there. Some details and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it was really cool. I mean, I, a bunch, no, Bungie has a huge development team. I'm sure they already have people working from the get-go on this, and they were like, you know what, let's save some time. Let's save some download time. Well, right, you know? yeah, you're saving my bandwidth. I appreciate this. <laughs> well, no, because you've already, you've already downloaded it. It's not usable. Right. Oh, well, no, I mean, if I bought it on a disc, actually, I did download it. You're right, so. <laughs> if you consider how development is typically done for applications... What happens when you make a release is, you know, you've, you've got all of your application in one trunk. And then when you make a release, you say, okay, this is the version that we're going to release to everybody. And you just cut it off. And that version goes out to everybody. And it just contains whatever all of your development is. I'm sure every application, you know, not just games or, you know, anything, phone applications or desktop applications, all have bits of stuff in them related to development that you're not supposed to see. Unless by some weird bug or some oversight of some kind, you manage to uncover these things. So I just think that it's not, I don't think it's, it's something that people should be making a controversy out of if they are. I think it's just, I think it's perfectly normal. I mean, if you think about it, Alien Isolation was released with a DLC that you can play on day one. So it's the same thing. It's included in the mm-hmm. game. It's just, it's, it's already completed so you can play it immediately. Speaking of Alien Isolation, we're not, it's not even on our dock this week, but that came out this week, and uh, you streamed it, and I've started playing it. What do you think so far, Kay? You're, you're obviously further ahead than me, because you've you streamed it. Have you, you haven't streamed the whole game there, right? You've only streamed a segment of the game? The past two nights, I've... Well, oh, I you started, did last night, too. Yeah, I, I, I started the game two nights ago, and I played again last night, and I'll be continuing it tonight. I have no idea how far along in the game I am. I think but, that I read uh, that it's an eight-hour game start to finish, but I feel like you would have already been pretty close to the end then if that was the case. I probably, I'm probably pretty close to the end. I may, I may finish it tonight. I'm not sure. Okay. But, um, I would say my opinion of it right now is that, uh, it's got a slow pacing, which I think people aren't going to be used to, but I think that's a nod to the movie Mm -hmm. where they, they let the, um, the tension build up, you know, because you know what's coming, but you don't know what it's going to feel like when it's actually happening. They do a really awesome job of building up the atmosphere and the environment is very detailed and everything. So you really, you feel like you're in a believable situation continuing on after the first movie kind of thing. And, um, the encounters with the alien itself are really often very scary, but they're not as horrific as I thought it would be. I wasn't, there's not so much horror. It's, it's more tension than horror. Mm-hmm. And the jump scares or the scares of being captured that part seems to wear off a little quicker than I thought it would. I don't know if it's going to change as I go on because it seems like it kind of starts, it starts slow and it's not, they don't put you in the dark as much early on. They don't put you in as precarious of situations as I would have liked, I guess. 
but I feel like it's going to get worse. <laughs> so, and the other thing is, I think that the alien can't really live up to my imagination, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. But it's way better than anything else that's ever tried so it's far. The for me, only good alien game that has come out since Alien vs. Predator 2000. Well, that was going to be my question. Is it, is it a good <laughs> alien game? It is a better than good game. It it's is better, better than Colonial Marines. Well, yeah, fuck, like, I mean, that, I took a shit this morning that was better than that dude, game. Yeah, come on. You, you can't even... It's Colonial Marines is so bad. It was such an abortion that you cannot even compare the two. It's not even... They're not even the same universe, honestly. But as a game, setting, setting aside Alien, it's an, it's an above-average game. Uh, especially in the graphics, art, and everything else department. Like, that stuff is amazing, Lincoln. Is it better than the Alien's like, total conversion for Doom? I'm going to punch the nuts. <laughs> um, as an alien game, it's, as I said, it's one of the only good ones. It's amazing as an alien game. Um, I've got a, a lot of comments from people saying that it becomes like monotonous. And I think, I think, I think what, I think what a lot of people, like, I think if you're like 13, you pick up this game because you see it as the next horror, uh, whatever game. Um, then you may not have the same appreciation for it as someone that grew up watching these movies because I think that the slow pace, like, like, as you said, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like, you know, a throwback to the movie. Um, but from someone that's used to all the action in the first 30 minutes, keep me entertained. People may not, younger, younger, a younger audience may not latch onto this game as much as we are. Well, here's, here's the thing. First of all, like with horror games, I think that anybody can sit down at a horror game and not be scared and just sort of blandly play through the whole thing and just be bored. But you have to, you have to, I don't know how to explain this, but you have to want to be scared. You have to allow yourself to be immersed. Because I I think it's easy to pretend to be a tough guy or whatever and just sit there and not be scared. You can just just say, all you have to do really, here's what you do. If you don't want to be scared in a scary game and you don't know how, just let the monster come up to the screen. Do whatever you have to do. Look away for a minute or whatever. Just let the monster get up to you if you can do it without being killed or whatever, or even if you do get killed, and just look at it. And once you've seen it, you're, you're, what are you scared of now? You don't have anything to be scared of anymore. You've seen it. You know what's coming. You know what will happen if it catches you. There you go. But if you want to enjoy a horror game for what it is, you have to allow yourself to be immersed in it. Yeah. You have to accept certain things as being like, there's nothing they can do to control me, so I have to play along a little bit with the game. Now, hopefully, if the game is really good, you don't have to do that too much. And I think that's the case for games like Outlast or Alien or you know other really good horror games. But um, Alien, here's the things I've noticed. There are certain aspects to it where it is a little bit like you're forced to be very quiet. So if you crouch everywhere you go, you'll be in, you'll be in a better situation. Because it's less likely... The, the alien is very perceptive to sound, basically. Yeah. If you crouch everywhere you go, you're not going to run into the alien as much. And that I could see being monotonous. Because it's just like you're just crawling along super slow. And if you get up and walk, the alien's going to hear you, so you better just stay crouched. But what's really... The good aspects I've noticed is that the alien is extremely unpredictable. I would, I've never played a game like this where you're being stalked by a monster where the monster was this unpredictable i think there are patterns but it's really hard to pick them out and the the monster does very unpredictable things like it'll come back to rooms that you don't expect it to it's really searching for you or anybody else there's also other survivors which gets weird 
Yeah. Um, and the other survivors will shoot you too, so watch out for that. And the androids are pissed off at you, and they mix all that shit together. Fuck off. Oh my god. <laughs> um, and the the um, androids also are very smart. Like the AI is really impressive in this game compared to other similar games. They're less predictable. Like Outlast, I feel like the the enemies were more predictable than Alien Isolation, and they're very similar games where you do a lot of the same sort of gameplay. Hmm. So I might like Outlast. I haven't. I, I, yeah, I might have to get that. You should too. play Outlast and then play the DLC. Outlast is great. The DLC is even fucking better. It's so good. So well, there's your Halloween video sorted out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping Alien will run. I mean, it's at least eight, you know, eight, eight hours. Um, so yeah, that'll probably run through October, honestly. Yep. Yep. I'm um, thinking so. All right. So yeah, not not a, not a topic, but there it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we had this talk. Uh, talk, talk. Talking of not topics, Bitcoin question mark. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Bitcoin's recently taken a, another big dip. Well, I said yeah. big dip, but it's uh. It's around, or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's about it's about two hundred and ten pounds right now, which is what about three hundred odd dollars, um, for the first time in a while actually, because it was way up there, wasn't it? Yeah. Someone's posted a, a, a graph of the. Dot com bubble. Um, they post that every yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> it every seems. Time. I was going to say it seems to be uh, that it seems to fit a lot of a lot of situations yeah. for sure. You know, I I I was really like if it goes if it goes below two hundred quid, I might buy some. I don't know, man. Like it's interesting because I remember when it first exploded. I was sitting revising from my second year university exams in we have this area called the learning zone uh, where you get these little pods. This is all laptop. of university a learning zone. Well, there's a drinking zone, and then there's a sleeping zone. <laughs> Sex uh, zone. Yeah. Um, I was, and I had my laptop plugged in, and on the projector, I had a Bitcoin live stock chart. No, stock chart, but you know a chart where the prices go up and down? Mm. And it was that day where it went straight up and then dipped down. Like, I was just glued to the screen. I was really into it for a while there. Um, <laughs> but this is, like, the first time I've heard about it in a while, and step down a little bit again everyone well apparently a, a few people are freaking out because of it are they or it's strange because it seems to be getting a lot more support in i know that's what's kind populace. of weird to me and i looked at um or a video actually linked the 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 number of transactions per day and that's on a steady climb so it's kind of weird i don't i guess i didn't you know take that class in school to tell me exactly how this works but I don't understand why it's going down. I mean, like PayPal just announced that they're supporting it. Mm -hmm. So that's well, kind of big, right? And it's, Twitch now uh, accepts Sorry? Yeah, yeah, Twitch accepts it now, too, for um, subscriptions and other things. Well, Bill, Twitch Bill Gates and uh, Richard Branson have just released something saying that they, you know, why they support it as a currency. So maybe that's got something to do with it. I don't know. Yeah. I think that isn't the reason... Usually, like the value of something, usually dictated by rarity, and so it forth. Is. So, if the if the transactions are going up and the currency is becoming more distributed over a wider, you know, mm -hmm. the, at the beginning well, there was fewer holders, so now there's people, a lot of people holding bitcoins. Right? Yeah. I mean, rarity rarity dictates value for objects. I don't know whether it's necessarily well, the same for currency. Well, that's the thing with Bitcoin, though, is there's that a limit? Bitcoin behaves like a physical. Uh, yeah, because there's there's a cryptographic uh, or mathematical limit to how much yeah mm -hmm. stock there can be of Bitcoin. So it behaves like a physical currency. I mean, technically, that's the same for all currencies, though. I mean, we, I know we've got the quantitative easing at the moment. No, actually, kind of it's, it's better than it's better than real currencies because 
unfortunately, with our like money-based uh, currencies, paper-based, sorry, money-based, what am I saying? Paper-based currencies, you can just make more. Yeah, and you can. You, and we you can do. Say, you can say that it's based off of a standard. Like, uh, I think in, a, in America, it's based off of a gold standard, right? Like, we have this much yeah. gold. Well, we so used to. We don't anymore. We no longer complete right. gold back our money. Which means that we can, that means there is no cap. There is no, we can just completely that, flood it and make our, our currency worthless. Yeah, that has problems with inflation that, and stuff. So you don't want to do that. Right. Right. And you could say that that's a limit, but that's not the same as as it is with a cryptographic currency where there is a hard mathematical limit. You cannot print more money. There is only so much and you can't change that. It doesn't have anything to do with laws. It can't be subverted by, you know, plutocracy or whatever or cronyism. It's just nobody can control it. It controls itself. So that's pretty significantly different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think uh, there's what, like 13 million uh, Bitcoins out there now. Thirteen point three million bitcoins is currently out there. What's the and, cap? Like when, uh, when I think people stop farming them? I think it's like fifteen hundred or something. I, I actually want uh, fifteen million. I want to actually get a confirmation on that. Uh, how many bitcoins will there be eventually? Two there Twitter. Will, there will be a, a limit of twenty-one million bitcoins is hardwired. Oh, okay. So we're okay. There's still, there's still, there's still reason to farm then. Yeah, there is, but uh, well, they're I a mean, lot harder to get it, now. Uh, it's becoming financially um, unpractical or impractical. Yeah. To well, farm. Uh, right. If you if you don't have a farm set, well, I mean, even then, you still got to replace your video cards every so often, right? Whatever happened to the butterfly graphics card that was happening for bitcoins? Uh, I think it played out. It just like just like every other, it plays out. Basically, there's a cutting edge of this stuff. Oh and yes. If you're not riding that cutting edge, you might mm-hmm. as well. Not even. Mm-hmm. It's, it's called over. the the Monarch graphics card by Butterfly Labs. A graphics card solely made for Bitcoin mining. <laughs> Did that ever come out? Yeah, I think so. It says now shipping on ButterflyLabs.com. And how much was that? How much, how much is it? I wanna I wanna check this out, man. It's gonna be really wicked expensive, though, isn't it? I bet it is. Uh, no, well, the thing is, tank, you can just get one. You need an array. You need four, you need a yeah. farm of these things to do. Fourteen hundred dollars. To make a dent. Fourteen hundred dollars for one card, for yeah, the yeah. seven hundred gigahertz a second one. So it's quite a lot of money. But there is what you know. Seven. Well, how much did I say there? Total twenty-one million, eight million bitcoins odd left. So, what's going to happen? Six. I wonder, but never curious. mind. There's thirteen point three in circulation. Oh, you said fifteen. Okay, fair So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens to the price when they start maxing out that total uh, when all the blocks are gone. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's going up and up, and people are seem to be accepting it a lot more. So interesting times. Are you gonna buy in if it gets like what's what's your number? What you looking for? Right. The thing was, I was gonna buy in in my second year of university, but I was reading these horror stories of people taking out like student, like basically maxing out their student loans and spending like thousands of dollars buying when they were like three hundred, four hundred dollars, only yeah. for it to crash and they to completely fuck themselves over. And that's what I'm afraid of. I feel like you need to buy a lot to that's, sort of like that's the stock market in general, isn't it? Really? And I don't know enough. I I feel like I'm gonna be played by people, and I feel like I need to educate myself more because. I could go and buy one, okay, but what's that going to do? I'm going to make like $30, $40 or something, you know? It isn't as if I'm going to make a decent amount. And I feel like walking into it aimlessly is just going to make me lose a lot of money. So, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Just, I mean, you can't you can't predict where it's going to go. The people who had a lot before it went, you know, 
through the roof and everything didn't know that that was going to happen. Mm. And the only reason anybody cared after that is because everybody else was like, God, I wish I would have had some before that happened. And, you know, people my buy favorite, in. And <laughs> my favorite one is the guy who spent like a couple million bitcoins on a pizza. And now I, I was like, a, you know, it was yep. like the most expensive pizza, pizza in history. So yeah, I bet he was beating himself up. Like I, I that was me. I still wouldn't have that in my head. I was like, I could have been a freaking multimillionaire. Well, yeah, I've heard about people that basically have hard drives full of bitcoins, and they, you know, didn't think they'd ever be worth anything, and like, yeah. the, yep. you know, they're just gone. Yep. Because they reformatted, or well, they just threw away their like their computer. They scrapped it. You know, computer broke. It's gone. So are they are those bitcoins just out of circulation forever? I guess so. Wow, crazy! Yeah. Just millions of dollars worth probably sitting around. That was a guy that was digging around the trash heap, wasn't he? Because he. Turn this PC away. That's it. Anytime you see a PC, guys, grab it and boot it up and see if it has a Bitcoin wallet. Crazy, 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 crazy. So, next one, do you want to take Goof? Oh, God, I don't have the dock open. I'm playing Minecraft. I know, right? Weird. <laughs> Goof, playing Minecraft. Good joke. <laughs> uh, fuck, I don't, even, I don't even have a link to the dock. Ah, what's the, what is it? Yeah. Oh, is it the Audible? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, right. So, uh, since so you guys heard at the start of the podcast, we uh, we've we've been uh, we've been sponsored by Audible. We're going to be doing a, an ad uh, for the first of first podcast of each month. So this one, the first one in November, the first one in December, and uh, we haven't really ever done sponsors before. And I think that um, this one's good because it's something we all use, right? Like, well, at least I know I have an Audible account, I've and been- Pyro does for sure. Um, so yeah, wait. What do you 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 said you were using your Audible account earlier for uh, when you yeah. were cooking, right? <laughs> so I I love audiobooks because you guys have like I'm not just saying this, but I generally love audiobooks because there's so much times where I'm like traveling in my car or where I'm cooking, and I'm basically not doing anything. And I use I don't really uh, buy fiction audiobooks. I buy sort of uh, biographies and uh, fiction is fiction is not uh, sorry like fantasy stuff, right? Before I. <laughs> Paul, idiot. you are an enigma wrapped in a mystery. You're yeah, I am. Yeah, fic- fiction is not real. Quote of the week. I love, uh, I love, I love listening to biographies and stuff on Audible. And I'm currently my favorite book right now. I'm listening to The Power of Habit, which describes how habits are made, and it goes into the sort of functions in the brain. And I'm really interested in that sort of stuff, like I, psychology. The power of habit. Power. The power. P O W E R. Oh, power habits. I got called Charles Duhigg. The guy actually tweeted me a while ago. Actually, I was like, I'm reading this book or listening to this book, and he's like, Oh, thanks. It's kind of cool. I thought it was kind of. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm listening to that, and uh, I usually just stream it over my Bluetooth speaker and blast it, and my dad will come in and shout at me. <laughs> what? It is what it is. It is what it is. I, I really enjoy it, and I'm not just saying that, but it is a really uh, sort of educational tool, I guess, for it me personally. Be, or it's really entertainment. Yeah, yeah, of course. you can. It's entertainment. I, uh, I'd i set up an account forever ago, back when I used to listen to the... Well, <laughs> back when I used to listen to the show. I don't listen to that crap anymore. Now they got a new host, the chef. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, my wife ended up taking it over, and she, and she uses it way more than I do now. I'm more of a, a reader kind of guy, but uh, like when it, when you're traveling, I think that's that's yes. the audiobooks. Yes. Oh, actually, I, I had an account from long ago as well, and I only ever use it because they like when you want a book all of a sudden and you don't have time to read. Like I used to listen to, to uh, books while I would do programming, like while I was developing, just listen to a book yep. at the same time. And uh, the last time I did it was actually when I, we drove up to Pax Prime. 
not this past one, but the one before, I uh, got on there and I got, uh, I think, like The Hobbit or something like that. Listened to it all the way up and all the way back. Made the drive a lot better. <laughs> Whenever you guys listen to the audiobooks, um, do you do you like it when the actual author reads the book, or do you want a voice actor? And also, do you? It depends on the author, right? So, like, um, I uh, whenever whenever my wife listened to Under the Dome on it, it kind of freaked me out because there was there was only one voice actor for the whole thing, and he wasn't the author. So I felt like if you're gonna hire a voice actor, it should be someone that's really good at doing multiple types of voices. And his female voice is like freaked me out to the point where it's like I couldn't even listen to it. I guess I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, it, my, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say I think it depends on. On the book, like I don't think I've ever listened to one that was read by the author themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I've just seen one particular that I can think of that was it's a really amazing audiobook. Is the one for The Mist by Stephen King. It's completely acted out with sound effects and oh wow, like, it's a very well made audiobook and worth a listen. And presumably or hopefully on audible.com. <laughs> right. I just took off Bill Bryson books read by by him, and and they're quite good because. So some, so especially when it's sort of non-fiction, um, sort of semi-autobiographical, to have the guy who wrote it and experienced it also tell it is quite, mm-hmm. quite nice. Yeah, um, but I've then listened to like Bill Clinton's memoir or not memoirs, but autobiography. But I've always wanted to because he reads it, and it's like that's the selling point is yeah. that he's reading it. You reading it? Oh yeah. I, well, that was a different story. I mean, that that's somebody you're talking about. A book written by somebody by themselves who is also that speaking is what they do in their life. There's a lot of authors out there who maybe not, might not be the best for. Yeah, right. as I was saying, it depends on the author. I've got um, sort of uh, which Harry Potter with Stephen Fry, and he's very good at doing those. Oh, Stephen yeah. Fry. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard a lot recently. Uh, I was talking to Blue about this today. Today, I think, or yesterday, uh, it's a book called uh, The Martian, um, which is apparently really good. It's about a guy that uh, gets, uh, he goes out on a, on a Mars spacewalk um, and has a small accident and his life support monitoring equipment gets ruptured and they think he's dead and they have to make this emergency evacuation and they leave him behind. And Apparently that's uh, read by uh, i think this is on audible uh it's read by a guy who apparently is really good at doing all the different voices um so this is apparently a very interesting story so that's one i'm gonna get next yeah hopefully back on the autobiography topic sorry the one that surprised me the most is i was i got a recommendation from a friend and it was this book called the 50th law by a guy called robert green and it was basically examining 50 cent the rapper i was like you know what (laughs) I'll, i'll download the audiobook and Robert Green comes in and starts talking, and then all of a sudden, fucking 50 Cent out of nowhere goes, Chapter 1. Oh, 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 oh. I'm like, what the fuck? 50 Cent's actually come. So yeah, it's, it actually was a really good book. It's uh, it's, it's basically on strategy, and uh, he relates, like, uh, Sun Tzu, uh, The Art of War. Is that, yeah, The Art of War, is that yeah. yeah. he yeah. And he basically relates those strategies to 50 Cent growing up. It's a really interesting <laughs> read, actually, because you view 50 Cent and you think, oh, this guy's just another one of those, you know, idiot rappers. But a lot of the stuff he did growing up, he grew up in a drug-filled neighborhood, and just his struggle out of there, it's very interesting. Um, huh. And he co-commentates it, so... Yeah, that story is also covered by his uh, his video game, if you've never played it. <laughs> Blood on the Sand? Are you serious? <laughs> Yeah, it's, his life, it's his life story, basically. Yeah. 
Oh. What is that? Is that on like PC, Xbox, like? Is that yeah, on Xbox, everything? I think, it? I think it came out on everything, yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. I guess I just. I didn't know. Didn't know. I yeah, do not believe story. it's possibly one of the best. It's a true story. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got the 70 ish percent rating on Metacritic. That game as wow. well. Really? It's just, I remember when it came out, uh, just the, yo, 50, hit that big ass ram. Look, everybody was just posting that over and over again. Just because uh, <laughs> when you're in the car, it's apparently one of the AI just keeps saying that over and over. <laughs> Should LP it. Mm-hmm. That's like, good, good play. You should 50 do cent. it, Pyro. Well, you, you do it. I think he was addressing you there, good, you know? I think it was... <laughs> well, I was talking to you, Pyro, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you should add that to Scream It Echo. I'm sure it would be fun. Oh, yeah. It is. It is <laughs> it's, a, that, it's a horror of gaming. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played it, but uh, hey, it does. I mean, it hasn't got horrible reviews, so I'm sure it has some merit for 50 Cent fans who want to play games yeah. involving him. Hey, maybe, uh, maybe audible.com will pick it up and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you guys want to sign up, it's audible. Uh, audible pop. Crap. What's <laughs> Audible crap. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not link. Audiblepodcast.com slash Minecraft. Yes. Say it again because I was talking. Audiblepodcast.com forward slash Minecraft. Yep, that's, that's it. There we go. <laughs> now I want to ask crack. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, God. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Coast uh, has been doing yeah. it, really. I don't have the doppel. Play Minecraft. <laughs> This first Go question ahead. comes from Ben, who asks, I would like to know if there are, if there are there any non-gaming YouTube, ouch, Ben, <laughs> <laughs> there's that you enjoy watching. And also, are there any YouTubers that you've always wanted to do a collab with, but never got a chance to do so? Hmm. Uh, I hmm. watch, um, Roadkill series, which is totally awesome if you're into, is it about like roadkill? It's 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 what American Top Gear should have been. It's two two guys from um, Hot Rod Magazine that basically just go and do really dickish things in a car for a couple of days. Um, what well, one's one's like the the editor in chief, so he's quite sensible. Uh, he's still got a bit. He's kind of got my sense of humor a little bit, but he's quite sensible. Um, but knows a hell of a lot about cars. And the other guy. Is um, a fair bit younger and really dry sense of humor and just giggles at everything and it's just, it's just brilliant. And it's a YouTube um, channel. Yeah. Uh, Do they? It's um, it's a Motor Trend channel, I think it's called. But if you just search YouTube for Roadkill, also oh, it's like sponsored by Motor Trend. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it, well, it's sponsored by Dickies or something now, but um, I see. Yeah, it's, it's it's every it's one Friday every month, first Friday every month or something. Uh, it's totally crazy uh, drive out somewhere and do an engine change in a car park and... mm-hmm. so it's basically a commercial <laughs> channel there right uh, yeah well it's it's the guys from hot rod magazine um they do something to write an article and then they, they figured well we might as well record this while we're doing it and then they put that up on youtube and then it's become become a thing yeah because huh. it's good basically, right i think it's like uh, double dipping in a way yeah, kind of, kind of. It's very funny. It's very funny. I think my uh, favorite YouTube channel right now is, uh, I linked to it a while back, but it's a guy called Agent XPQ who does a series called Tales of Mere Existence. I linked it to Coco. You watched one of the videos a while back, didn't you? Yeah, uh, I actually, uh, I became a patron. 
Yeah, he is annoying. Like, his videos are really freaking good. I don't know why. He's just, he has this really, I guess, unique sense of humor, but I relate to it a lot. And uh, just the way he tells, basically, he does these little short comedy sketches where he draws and discusses the topic. And uh, I don't know. It, it, it's very interesting, and each of his videos are unique in a way that just keeps me coming back for more. And he's been doing this for a while now, like five or six years, hasn't he? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, eight years, so, sorry. Eight years. Know. Jesus Lord. Christ. That is weird as hell. Looking at a YouTube video that says eight years ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he's one of the early YouTubers. Yeah, he isn't uh he isn't huge by any means. I mean he's a semi big channel, but I definitely think he deserves a lot more attention because I love it. I love one of those channels that genuinely makes me laugh on YouTube. Genuinely. Um, genuinely. I guess <laughs> I guess <laughs> And uh the other one I have to plug, of course, is uh I guess everybody knows about it, but Vsauce. I just Love that channel. What's Vsauce? It's like a science educational YouTube channel, which, you know, uh, I guess I guess you'd call it pop science in a way, but it's just interesting yeah. sort of scientific tidbits that uh, he does. And they have multiple channels. Vsauce 1, which is just, you know, science in general. Vsauce 2, which is, uh, I can't remember that one is. I think it's just like looking at apps and stuff. And then Vsauce 3 is gaming related, so it will incorporate science into games. So, that's my picks. I like uh, the Gravery Brothers. That's probably the channel I watch that's not... Ah, uh, yes. Yep, Shimoyo. Shimo, damn, 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 damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love all the old uh, Auto-Tune the News, man. I love them. They brought it <laughs> back. It's not called Auto-Tune the News anymore, but they've, they've been doing it again. It's called something else, like Songify the News or something, but it's basically the same exact thing. Oh, those were way more popular. That's why they would do they would do uh, auto tune the news, and they would also do little short ones, which were more like something would happen. That's where we got uh, "Hide Your Kids," "Hide Your Wife," you know, yeah, the little right. the little songs. But no, these it's not like that. It's just like auto tunes the news was, um, where it's like a whole okay. like four minute segment, and like there's different people singing and different little things and. Like, but it's not called Auto in the News anymore. But it's is that, it good? Or? Yeah, it's 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 been good. It's not it's not as consistent. I mean, you know, Auto in the News was like their thing, and that was the only thing they had on their channel at that time. So, but it's that, just, that reminds me of Do you remember the was it Day Job Orchestra, the guy that did this sort of lip syncing for Star Wars, sorry, Star Trek? Christ, I get some crap oh yeah. Star Trek episodes. It's apple juice. <laughs> yeah, I forgot yeah, about, that. Reminds me about that. Yeah. Did you guys know that um, Seven is his best friend in high school with the guy, the, Mike, the guy that started Gregory Brothers Channel? Really? Yep. Yep. He keeps oh telling gosh. us he's going to introduce me. <laughs> that's I, that's amazing, man. That's I know, really right? I'm like, he's like, no big deal. And I'm like, no, wait. And he's like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to keep track of what he does. Because like we were we were we were in, we were in a car uh, going to the Pax East, and uh, Wes was playing music. And one of the songs he was playing was one of the, the Gregory Brothers songs. And uh, we were all like, you know, yeah, this is a YouTuber and all this. And then so I was like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I was best friends with him in high school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <No big deal. laughs> it's like, I don't really keep track of what he does now. Like, wow. Okay. <laughs> so, so I don't know, it was one of those things like I would love to I would love to see some kind of collaboration with us and them. I don't know what the hell it would be. Just auto-tune me masturbating. Waka, waka. Waka, waka, waka. Oh, man, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be good. Very good. As for myself, um, there's not really a lot that I, I really watch out, that aren't gaming, but um, 
There's uh, I can take a V heart whenever she puts out a video. I usually watch yeah. it. Interesting. And, I like that channel too. Yeah, if you're not familiar with her, what she does is she's really she's basically just a math nerd, way into math stuff, and but mm-hmm. not just you know like That's hard math, but those. like interesting stuff about math, like interesting facts, and she draws out like what she's talking about as well, and it's just oh, really yeah, absorbing. It's really absorbing yeah. when you watch. I really enjoy. I, I don't watch her videos all the time, but the ones I've seen were really enjoyable. Yeah, she's she's worth a subscribe. And then uh, the other one that I watch with limited consistency is uh, Djibouti Dubs. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. have ever heard really? of that. Uh, he's, he d- basically dubs over TV shows and stuff, <sighs> yeah, and commercials and things. And uh, the guy's really funny, and uh, particularly the Guy Fieri stuff. Oh my god. Freaking <laughs> hilarious! Sounds so really good. I must see this. Anyone that's gonna so good. make fun of Gaffieri, yeah, dude, it's top fucking notch. Top kick. <laughs> Check it out. Um, top kick. So moving on, let's see. On up. Our next question is from Pickled Joystick. What the fuck? Wow. Says, <laughs> Hello, Podcrackers and guest not featured in this film. This is a very important question that I believe most people have faced during their lives. When eating a Kit Kat, do you nibble off the chocolate or just shove it all in? There's only one right answer. <laughs> he doesn't even mention breaking it. I mean, is, are these still connected in the center? That's what I want to know. That's no. no. like a billion different ways to yeah, eat a Kit Kat bar. <laughs> I think the first question that needs to be answered is it a two stick or a four stick Kit Kat bar? Because yeah, that's my eating. Like but you have to break is... each individual stick, right? You're never, you're never biting into like two sticks at once. No one here does well, that, right? When it, when it no. comes down, that's what he's asking, though. That's, that's basically, if you boil it down, there's, do you take it slow and enjoy it, or do you just eat the thing like it's a, I don't know, like a hot dog or something? Just I, I, like, uh, <laughs> I like, I like sucking off the chocolate. <laughs> I know that's going to sound dirty, but it's what I enjoy. What do you think? I, do. I don't know like, why, but I, I like to also, I like to, take them slow like i like to bite the top layer of the whatever it is it's like what is it in inside it's like a wafer yeah, cookie it's been a thing. long time since i've even eaten a kick i like to bite the top layer off and then the next layer you know like i don't Absolutely. know separate the layers of wafer even i, I used yeah. to do similar but I'd, I'd bite the very end off and then bite the sides so i get all the chocolate because the chocolate was quite <laughs> nice and then he just left with the wafery bit now i had a friend at school my best friend at school um he would take one stick and then just stick the end in his mouth and suck it. Uh, and then he had this like quite horrible habit of kind of like spitting the chocolatey goo back on it and then sort of sucking oh. it off again. Which oh, was, God, oh. no. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> which dude, wasn't great God. when you're eating in front of him. But uh, That's yeah. Really... <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> Why? Why would he do that? I don't want to hear about it anymore. <laughs> that I'm is actually disgusting. glad. That wasn't it was gross. It was gross. That, that's just it. This is reminding me when I was a kid, though. I used to, um, you know, like you just imagine a bunch of silly stuff all the time when you're a little kid. Um, I remember when I would eat Kit Kat bars. I used to imagine that I was like a like a monster, and that the uh, <laughs> bars were like little train cars, or like yeah. fighting. And I look at it and be like, "Yeah, look at the carnage! Yeah, <laughs> Godzilla 2.0 eating cats." <laughs> Do you guys have anything else to say on Kit Kats? No, no. I, I, I enjoy it with you guys. I, 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 you know, I bite it. Well, I don't suck it though. I don't suck it. I'm just a breaker <laughs> and a biter. 
Like, do you know, like, get like a cup of tea and dip it in, and it's all melted. Oh, so good, so huh. good. That's a good like, idea. Like even hot chocolate with Kit Kat, so nice. Huh. Oh yeah. yeah, I never thought about that. That's how I eat nutter nutter butters though, with like milk. You guys have nutter butters over there? We do not. Please enlighten us. Uh, is it called nutter butter? Uh, wait, I'm, I'm thinking of the cookie thing, maybe. You know, like it's like it's like it's like a bigger <laughs> Kit Kat. It's like got peanut butter and chocolate and a. Uh, is it called nut- Nutty Buddy? Maybe mm-hmm. the close. The only thing with peanut butter we have is those Reese's cups over here. I think. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna Google it. Gonna get us the right. Peanut butter isn't like. I love peanut butter, but for some reason, like everyone I talk to, like nobody enjoys it. I don't really? know why. Oh, well, okay. well, I, I went. I went to university. Very few people enjoyed it. I've talked to. I have a few friends. Who were like, oh yeah. Oh, like, nutty bars. Even peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, like I got looked at weird. Yeah, that, no, that that is wrong. All right. Ooh, is it delicious, man? It's in the chat. and J. Let's see. Let's see, good. This better be good. It's it like, like a Kit Kat, but nut bars. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like no, yeah, it is like a big Kit Kat with um, peanut, peanut butter. butter. No, I don't think we have See, these. I take each layer apart, like you were talking about, Co. Each wafer comes yeah. apart, and I eat them each separately. That's exactly what I would do with a Kit Kat bar, just with my teeth, like you know, yeah. just bite off the top one or whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a very, very stingy layer of chocolate on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not about the chocolate, really. This is more about the peanut butter. Yeah. It's kind of like and just weighed it in chocolate kind fumes. of been like out in the sun, just a tad, where they're starting to oh, melt. God. Oh, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Like the whole inside of the wrapper is covered with chocolate. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, uh, these don't exist anymore. What? Uh, what? That's not true. Don't you say that slander is bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> Debbie uh, went out of business. What? No, yeah, it's the same, no, no. same ones that do the um, Twinkies, right? Twinkies, no, 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 yeah. Oh, no, 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 Twinkies were by Hostess. Oh, was they? it Hostess that went out of business? Yeah, well, they're, they're back. They're back in business, aren't they? Let's not. Let's pretend that you didn't. <laughs> Maybe I. Yeah, I think I was wrong. I think yeah, it's uh, Hostess right. that went out of business. But they came back. They're back in action. They got the Twinkies. Bought by the Someone bought the whole like rights, but it's not. Oh really? Not, Is that what happened? So the Twinkie, I look at Twinkies, and I, I think that looks like like foam from an armchair. Oh, uh, no, they're, <laughs> they're not good. No, I don't some, know anyone. I've never met anyone really that actually says like, mm, "Yeah, Twinkie." The, no, I, I, I've never tasted one before. They're, they're basically they're, aren't they kind of Plastic. they're similar-ish to like an angel food cake, except for they're like inside out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. I, I've heard, like, uh, deep fried Twinkies are a thing as well. They are. I've never had nice? those either, though. I did I mean, try the, uh, the donut hamburger at the State Fair, like, two years ago. It was not good. Yeah. I had, like, one bite and threw that shit right in the trash. Was that, was uh, that like, a hamburger in between two donuts? Yep. Yep. You could have, like, yeah, I, I think, hold on. I think that is actually called a Luther burger, right? It's got a name. It, a yeah, Luther burger. Because I remember there was a guy in my uh, computer science class called Luther. Luther. And I spammed his Facebook timeline with this for like three days straight. There's a burger named after you. It's called a Luther burger. It's a hamburger or a cheeseburger with one or more glazed donuts in the place of a bun. One or so, more. So if you only had one, what the fuck's on the other side? I don't know. It's well. Apparently, why is it called Luther for? I don't know. I don't know. I've never heard that. I the, thought it was named bur- after your mate. The burger. <laughs> so did I. But apparently, it's named after the famous songwriter and singer Luther Vandross. It was really? a favorite meal of his. <laughs> really. Yep. There you go. Today you learned. There you go. You have hey, the Elvis and you have the Luther. What do you think of these that I just linked? 
You like these? Let's see. <laughs> the anticipation. I've never even had these. Pumpkin Delights? That looks scary, yeah. though. That looks it very does. scary. <laughs> it's a little bit demonic. Is it Pumpkin Spice? They're, they're actually awesome. They're amazing. I bet they are. It reminds me of these. Uh... I've never I've seen this. Oh, God, they do look evil. But look at this. There's pictures, pictures of Sackboy down at the top. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like him. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Huh. For anybody wondering, it's Little Debbie Pumpkin Delights we're looking at. Just yeah. spill it in. Yeah, they I only brownie pumpkins have that. I've never seen those either. I've never seen either one of these things. Whatever this is that you linked, I've never seen. What are they? Mini BN... BNs? Have you ever had BNs? No, never even seen these before. They were very popular in the UK. Um, oh yeah, never seen this either. He looks really happy. He they're, so they're, they're German, I think they're BNs, aren't they? The yeah. European, I think. For sure. Oh, they're French? Oh, they're French. French, yeah. I don't know, they were really popular. They had like jam and chocolate in them and uh, I used to bring them packed lunch with me to school and then they stopped all of a sudden. A truly tragic end to the one of my favorite jammy snacks. Jammy Dodgers. How about these here? How did we get lost in this conversation? Now we're discussing snacks. These? <laughs> Never had those before. Are they yeah. real? Marshy, what? fluffy puffs. <laughs> what are, are they those? real? <laughs> I guess I guess I'm alone on that one. Yeah, I guess you are. Oh, I've never had these. What the hell is it? All the pictures look like all the pictures are home star runner. Well, <laughs> well <laughs> you know what? Right. I got the next question. How do you pronounce? Sorry, how do you pronounce this guy's name? Oh, I, like Vodge. Uh, it, it's a Swiss-Slovakian name, and it's uh, Vojtek. I think he said it was from the Czech Republic. I think that's where he said it was from. He said in there, I should have gotten paste. Well, I'm up on Wikipedia. I'm searching it here, and it's pronounced Voj, which means war, and Tech, which means happy. Happy war! Yeah. Uh, no, so it means, the name apparently means happy warrior. Oh. I don't know. Interesting name, though. Very, we're very sorry. Very cool name, though, I will tell you that. <laughs> Looks very cool. Question is: I was at work listening to your podcast because I was super exhausted and annoyed. My car broke and I had to take public transport Ooh, to work. God, but that's really longer, approximately two hours. Anyway, I was listening to you and laughing my ass off. I started to wonder, how did you keep yourself in good mood when the day sucked? So my question is: What did or do you do to keep yourself happy or just not super unproductive in your job when your day was shit? <laughs> when you find so out that me, because correct, you cannot laugh at me for it, but. Uh... I uh I like to meditate. Oh, I thought you were gonna say masturbate, and then it started with an M when you came out of your mouth, and so I just like it was like, oh yeah, yeah, he's gonna say masturbate. Again, the point in this is like some sort of religious practice, but it's very good for like I describe. Which what we're talking about now? Without the nap, clearing like hard to not feel like shit when you have a bad day. Oh, that's what I think he's talking about, right? Yeah, he's asking just how do you how do you keep yourself in a good mood so you can do stuff like we're doing right now. If you've had a shitty day, you know. I, med- I meditate. That's my answer. It's it's the equivalent for me of having a nap without the nap. Because when you have a nap, you wake up kind of like in a different, completely uh, different, complete mental state, don't you? You know, when I go to sleep, if I, if I feel like crap or I'm angry, I go to yeah. take a nap. I wake up okay. Hmm. But for me, meditation cuts through the emotions. I can't see you as someone that could even. And it's, it's weird. Like you, it's like it's like no. a squirrel meditating. It's like these things don't work. I have. Uh, it's an oxymoron. My brain runs at like a hundred miles an hour. When I first started, I couldn't even do it for a minute because what you what I do is focus on my breath for twenty minutes. Me sitting down and concentrating on one thing for twenty minutes sounded insane. But I've been doing it for about a year and a half now, and 
It's uh, I do it before I go to bed. And it's very interesting and relaxing. I don't know. It's to me, it, it, this may sound very uh, weird, but to me, it makes all of my emotions and mood just seem like contact lenses. Like I just have different contacts when I feel different. You know, if that makes any sense. Uh, from when I'm angry, I have my angry contacts in. And meditation for me is just wiping the contact. So there you go. That's my answer. It's getting a lot more popularity lately, actually. Um, so Matt, Who knows? Do you think it really is, or it's something you're involved in, so therefore it's something you're immersed in, and therefore it seems like it's more popular? That's it. Oh, yeah. Well, there's, the science has been coming out to prove a lot of it lately. Uh, uh, meditation you know, has not, been around a while, to be fair. Yeah, they're not using it for, uh, like, to treat depression and stuff like that, just uh, it, it's sort of uh, they've they've had to see minor improvements in people when they've done that. Apparently, gray matter improves in the brain and it reduces stress and anxiety. Uh, and these are scientific studies. I mean, the evidence is out there. So uh, <laughs> it's interesting. It's very I like the way you said that. I don't know. It's funny. No, because I'm the same. I looked at it as some sort of hocus pocus. You know, like well, when you think of meditation, when you think of meditation, you think of a monk, don't you? Like or something just sitting on a mountaintop, but. Yeah. Just for me, just sitting down 20 minutes a day and coming back to that is very relaxing. The controversial you know? part isn't meditation itself. It's what people believe so the with- reason is that it works or, you know, yeah, that the associations related to it, you know, it's what you mm-hmm. think it does. It's kind of like acupuncture. Do you think that you're being poked with sticks or do you think it's actually doing something? Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's my answer. And masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> So whenever you go through no fap, you're just angry. Yeah, <laughs> you can release sexual energy without without masturbating. You have to do BGA. twice as much uh, meditation. Yeah, you have to do that. You do. Yourself <laughs> <laughs> from your cravings. How about you, dude? I'm trying to. I was trying to think what I do when I'm angry. I normally just scream a lot, yeah. like not at anyone. Like a yeah, like me and my wife. We don't. Whenever we fight, we don't. We just we just talk. It's kind of boring, actually. Um, but uh, like a primal yeah. scream is is good for getting it out. It's well, like yeah, like in Mario Kart when I get angry, that's what I do. I just scream, you know. I'm, but like I don't know, like something that's like seriously pissed me off and ruined my day. I don't know that I've worked that out yet because like I think I I mean like like recently like you know something really kind of ruined my day and I just like I didn't record that night because I didn't know how to be in the mood that was necessary for that activity so i just didn't do it so maybe i haven't worked this maybe i need to meditate oh, yeah. that's a good join join the movement good join the movement join me on a mountaintop one day <laughs> i'll join you on a mountaintop <laughs> we don't have to meditate there <laughs> you kick me off it <laughs> no <laughs> just a little push then or an egg <laughs> throw an egg at me um i mean i don't know i drink that's probably not the answer you're looking for though <laughs> it's not the answer anyone's looking for, to be fair. <laughs> oh, that's the answer I'm looking for. I love that's a lot of that's that's a lot of people do though. You know, it's it, it is an escape for some people. I do it as well. Like, you know, take a few beers, why not? But that's not necessarily an answer that says like I drink and then I'm able to come back and do stuff with the rest of yeah, the day. I guess. Because, like when you drink oh, because yeah. you had a shitty day, you're doing it because you want to numb the pain. You're done with the day. I'm fucking done with the day. I'm I drinking guess. now. And then yeah. I'm going to fucking crash. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, like, I don't know, go run or something. Yeah, I, I don't think I've had a day that's so bad that it's taken, you know, the, it's ruined the rest of the day. I've had bad days and you get pissed off. In your you. entire life, you've never had your day ruined. I've had my day ruined, yeah. But I, it's, 
I get over it. it. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't sit there and dwell on it for the rest of the day. It's just not ruined the rest of my day or, or anything. It's just like, give it a couple of hours and I'm, you know, over it again. So like, you've never been like at work or something and like, I don't know, been like, I, I, one thing comes to my mind is like, I got sent home from work one time because my fucking desk got replaced by a fucking table that a printer was supposed <laughs> to be on. Anyway, I've, told, I've told this story, never mind. Anyway, but yeah, like that ruined my day because like, I wasn't wrong and I've been fucked now and now I'm at home and like, I'm just mad and there's nothing I can do about it, right? So what do you do in that situation? There's nothing you can do. Like... Well, I mean, I mean, maybe some people's outlets like go into the gym and they punch a bunch yeah. of shit or something. I don't know, but like play, play a game, buy a punching bag and put the printer on it. Print out the printer, <laughs> punch the printer. I think that's the trouble with that is that it's it differs from person to person. A lot of people try to like say like, oh well, you need to do this, but I don't think that any one thing works for everybody. You know? Yeah, like I, I know that like, stress balls don't do shit for me, but there's a lot of people out there that you know they use stress balls to get rid of stress. I guess I don't know. People need coping mechanisms, for sure. Yeah, for sure. What about you, Batch? What do you do? Or do you just not... You, like you said you never had a shit day in your life, so... No, I've had, no, I've had, I've had <laughs> shit days. I've just not had days totally ruined, written off. Um, Maybe it's because you're British, you're always whinging, that there's never nothing... Maybe. <laughs> Maybe yeah, every day is shit. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the bar is just lower, that's all. <laughs> I, 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 I sulk and I, I get pissed off and angry at stuff, but but it, it doesn't last more than a couple of hours usually at the most. I mean, I'll, I'll play a game or I'll you know, vent it that way. But I don't think I've ever As had it all day. For myself, I actually am pretty bad at this. And I particularly like I kept my day off every day with a stream, so it's actually like an every single day struggle for me. Where if I have had a shitty day, I'm really bad at taking my focus off of the fact that you know, whatever the shitty thing that was that happened. I also have, like, um, depression now and again. So, you know, some days it's just really fucking hard to show up and not ruin everybody else's day, you know. Because I, I want to be there and I want to do a good job, but I don't know how to make myself not pissed off or not upset or whatever it is. Like, I don't have whatever the answer is for me. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Pyro, you've got your meditation or whatever, or there's the people that punch shit or they go running or whatever, but I don't really have yeah. a thing for myself. I don't know what it is yet. So I just have to show up and do and whatever I, yeah, just do the best I can. And I fail. On I, un- I can understand that. Like, sometimes I go into some of my streams really salty and someone can say something and it isn't even meant to piss me off. And I get really offended at it and start yeah. like bitching on the stream for no reason. And even though that person, like, for example, I was playing Smash the other day, and I was pissed off for no reason. And I didn't have my meditation there, so uh, I was just getting beat on badly. This guy was bodying the hell out of me, and uh, pe- people started spamming the salt emotion, PJ Salt. And that really freaking pissed me off for some reason. And I started, like, whinging, like, oh, I'm going to ban the salt emotion. I'm all going to end the stream. Shut up. Shut up. Yeah. Just for no reason. It's hard sometimes when you get into some of those That's foods. why they do it, though, because it gets a reaction. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that... When- it's it's getting a reaction because you're not in the you're not in the right state of mind. I mean, normally it wouldn't bother you. Yeah. Right. You know, and that's that's just what happens. It's the same thing. Exactly what what you're talking about with me. It's like some nights I'm just not equipped to deal with the usual stuff that normally wouldn't matter. It just shouldn't matter. Yeah. I shouldn't be focusing on it. But because my whole mental state is just in the toilet, 
the, everything. The, the problem with that is, is because you've committed yourself to doing it every night. You, if you are feeling like that, you can't stop. I can't. Yeah, I can't get out of it. Yeah. But I don't want to. I mean, like the reason I did that to myself is because I've wanted to have like this motivating, like I have to Commitment. do this. I have to show up because otherwise, if like before I did that and I didn't have that, I could just kill a whole day just laying in bed, just because like depression and stuff like that will just eat you up if you don't have some reason to get up and go out and do things. Yeah. So I mean, that's why I did that. But it does mean that like some days I just can't recover. I can't fucking get my shit together and I do a bad job. So I guess we got like the whole spectrum here, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some of us For can sure. deal with it. Some of us can't. And that's it. Yep. All mm-hmm. right. Onwards to Chewy who asks, first off, I would like to thank you guys for providing interesting and entertaining content for all of us to enjoy. I have been a fan of some of you guys for years now, having originally been an avid Kurt fan since his first $800 for Child's Play. And being sent over slowly over time to the rest of the Minecraft family. My question to you all is, who were, our, who were or are some of your heroes? What people in your life, fictional or otherwise, do you guys look to as sort of and say, God damn, Chewy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> man, that person is doing something I could live by. Oh, God, I hate questions like this. Really? I, I, I actually have a lot of people, so I, I will last. Is it Arnie? Well, you know, I did talk to him once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, I'll go last. Yeah, just too many. Just too, you. Yeah, I got a Dude, lot. I'll Dude, I'm it. I'm digging up the list. I'm digging up the list. I yeah, have, you got to like on like a. Oh, no, you ever see? Uh, I didn't even know it is. I didn't even know it was on Facebook anymore. But uh, it used to be like you have like a uh, people who inspire you. But I they removed it. I think. You don't. Did I don't want people to be inspired on Facebook anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Actually, I think they actually did remove. It. I'm actually generally salty about that. No, oh, they didn't. No, they didn't. Okay, I have my list. <laughs> well. <laughs> Just go ahead. Just go. Just right. Us- uh, love, love Bruce Lee. Just love the guy's films and his books that he wrote. Love the way he went about everything and just how he overcame the whole uh, sort of racial stereotype in the U.S. when he worked through and sort of revolutionized the uh, martial arts and film industry at the time. Uh, in terms of programming, I love John Carmack because the guy's an absolute genius. Uh just if yep. you read books like the Master, Masters of Doom and just seen the stuff he was doing and how young he was, just on another level, the other people and I just love how dedicated he was even then. Like I, someone I went to, I went to university for computer science and I still understand ninety five percent of the stuff he says on Twitter. So he's just on another level. Um, maybe a bit stereotypical here, but I also like Carl Sagan. Just read a lot of his books and the stuff he was putting out. And oh, yeah. I will say. I love uh, Nikola Tesla. Again, another one of those people who were just on another level. He's not, uh, he's not a hero, though, is he? He's... I think he is. I mean, most no, of the stuff you take for granted. Well, he's inspiring. He's, he's, me, he's, he's a, he was an amazing engineer. And, and... An inve- yeah, not inventor, but, engineer, but, yeah. But do you live your life by the way, you know, well, he, uh, his teachings? You know, his... Not his teachings, so to speak, but just. He he seems super superhuman in uh, in a way because he ran on polyphasic sleep, so he had like two three hours of sleep a night, and he was just hammering all of this like next level revolutionary technology. And the dude died poor as shit. I mean, he basically gave his life for 
humanity to advance and everything he made was essentially you know he get done over by Edison and shit like that if you read into it and, oh, Edison is an and J.P. Morgan and J.P. Mm-hmm. so he's just I don't know his biography is a very interesting read and he's definitely one of the people that sort of I look not look up to in a way but think revolutionized the way we live today um, I don't think that oh, somebody sure, has to sure. explicitly have been a teacher to be someone who, who no no but I'm, I'm saying there, there's a difference between somebody you, you admire for what they've done and somebody that is a hero mm-hmm I think there's a difference there. I don't think you can define what makes someone a hero for someone there. Yeah, no. yeah it's, it's Pyro's choice. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just like, no, you're basically <laughs> an asshole right now, man. He's just reading out lists of people going, well, this guy does something really cool. I like that. This guy does something. Really cool. I'm saying, is, is that a hero? I'm questioning. I'm not, I'm not telling you. I'm questioning. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I, I see what he's saying, though, because I have a lot of other people on here, which I'm kind of looking at and being like, why are they here? I have Gabe Newell on here for some reason. I, I, I mean, Gabe is awesome, but I don't see why he's on here. I mean, he's, he, he made Steam, I guess, which I like him for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but does that make him a hero? From a developer point of view, I mean, that's somebody he's, who makes yeah. more like, like practical sense as a hero because he's given a lot of talks and he's mm. done a lot of extremely... In terms of business development and and how he works with developers, the way Valve is structured internally, yeah, to be a, a definitely a programmer's hero. I, I he's very inspiring to look at from a programmer's point of view. Just the way you know he worked for Microsoft, left it, said "fuck that all, I'm doing my own shit," and went mid Half Life. He's also very down to earth too. I mean, he's, he's been extremely successful, but he he gives very uh, interesting speeches and talks whenever he shows up, and he doesn't seem like. He doesn't seem like he, he doesn't act like he's above everybody else. Yeah. He, he, uh, the whole way the Valve runs, in my opinion, is a very good reflection on him. Um, because he is one of the head dudes there. But, you know, like, who has the majority of people really can't talk shit about Valve? You know, it's always praise going to them, isn't it, really, for the most part? And I think that reflects well on the way he's ran that and, uh, the, the sort of staff that he's employed to help him with that. So, they do uh, tend to deliver, although Steam is not always perfect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, have, they have some of the most catastrophic uh, support, customer support out of I mean, yeah. many, many similar services. But then, so that's, 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 that's to do with scale, though, isn't it? I think the, the number yeah. of users on Steam is huge. Well, it's not just that, but specifically, there's examples of really badly handled kit. But anyway, we're not even talking about that. Well, that's mine. There you go. Who else has their list ready? I don't really have a list. I was trying to think while, while Pyro was talking. Some of those people said it pretty good. <laughs> uh, Tesla, good Nikola Tesla, or is Baj going to tell you no? Let the like no, him? no. Tesla probably wouldn't be on my. I mean, I mean, I just, I totally agree with what you're saying, but I don't think Tesla would be on would be on my list. Um, oh, by the way, I like but, Elon uh, Carl Sagan though, totally. Um, but maybe that's just because you know you grow up listening to him, so that's why he's a role model because you was part of a big mm-hmm. part of my childhood, you know. Um. I liked his Cosmos series, like even though it's outdated by now, but I, I remember watching that a year or two ago before the new one came out, and I don't know, he just seemed like such a likable guy, the way he presented everything. He seemed very relatable. Yeah, and he would even, you know, kind of shit on things that he didn't agree with or things that, you know, didn't fit his worldview, um, but still in a way big... that was respectful to the others, to, yeah. for the most part. He was a big advocate of uh, legalizing pot, wasn't he, as well, like in the 1970s? Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Huh? Yeah. Well, not only smart people are, I mean, because it's not a harmful thing to people that yeah. aren't. Yeah. Anyways. Um, Anybody who takes time to think about it first. Yeah, basically. Anyone that can think, you know, have comfort. By the way. Go ahead. Huh? 
Uh, no, I was just saying that uh, the re- I remember reading a few essays by him that were released after his death. Uh, but how like he regularly smoked and shit, and it helped him solve. He was in the shower one day, writing like an equation on the wall with the shower uh, foam while he was high, and that was like <laughs> Carl freaking Sagan, man, just in a, in a shower, stoned out, writing the equations on the wall. How, how cool is that? <laughs> By the way, for an interesting uh, little uh, story that you might not know about Carl Sagan, look up about his uh, interactions with uh, Apple Computer Ooh. back in the eighties. It was really they had an interesting little battle. Really? What happened? <laughs> well, if I remember correctly, they they named one of their prototypes <laughs> or one of their, their systems after him in a way, like as a reference or a nod to him, and he didn't like it, and he huh. tried to sue them, and, and obviously he didn't have any grounds, and then uh, then they named another one sort of derogatory. Uh, they named it uh, the Apple BHS, BHA, which stands for Butthead Astronomer. <laughs> right. What was the first name that he got uh, mad at? The Par Macintosh 7100, uh, a.k.a. Carl Sagan. That's what they marketed it as. And they named it because they hoped that it would make them billions and billions. <laughs> right. <laughs> billions and billions. Yeah. Which he never said, by the way. I think that was. I think that's the myth. I, I think he did, man. Because those remixes on YouTube, or maybe that's just someone impersonating him. It, I, I think know. it may have been. He had a book called that, I believe. But that might have yeah. been it. Like, yeah. yeah, it was sort of a urban legend or something. But yeah. Hmm. I didn't know he had that. Yeah. Um, I don't know, Michael Crichton someone I always looked up to as a kid, too. Just because he was smart and interesting and forward-thinking, stuff like that. That's probably about my list. There's probably someone I'll come up with later. It's like, oh, that was the obvious fucking answer. That's how these always work. Yeah. Don't yeah, forget, so, well, I, include fictional characters, apparently, as uh Oh. Well, influence. Captain Hook. Captain <laughs> 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 I like big, Captain Hook. Uh, influence on your life there? Yeah, yeah. I don't really want to say too much, so I'll just leave that open to interpretation. It's funny. It's funny Pyro has just written down Elon Musk, and, 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 and he's quite a good example of people doing things right, I think. Elon Musk, yeah, dude's a badass. He's a badass. Um, he's, he's got his shit together, and he's trying. He's trying to change things for the better as well, which is nice. I guess you know. I, I'm supposed to be mentioned Bill Gates as well. You know, and, uh, I know, but what he's doing with the world, I mean, that's yeah, cool. no, I, I, and Buffett as well. They they are both yeah. unleashing swarms of mosquitoes on people and stuff. No, I think he's trying to kill <laughs> mosquitoes. Um, bees from his bees no, from his yeah. mouth. <laughs> He, he went to. Uh, he was giving a TED talk about malaria because that's one of his focuses. Yeah, yeah. And he, a funny little accident happened, basically, where he had a box of mosquitoes in like a little terrarium or something, mm-hmm. and uh, there was supposed to be something. I think like netting, or it's been a while. I don't remember specifically the details, but there was supposed to be something to protect the audience. But he unleashed these mosquitoes, and there was nothing to stop them from just going out all over the audience. <laughs> so that's. What happened? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, That's crazy. It's nuts. He's probably shot off his laser beam that kills him, right? <laughs> That's He's the thing, right? Like, There's like lasers that shoot them out of the sky and like burn their wings. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There was something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly they He's work a- really well. I kind of want some. <laughs> He's always been a uh, kind of an awkward guy. Yeah. It reminds me of. Uh, there was that time when he was a guest on The Daily Show, and he just kind of walked off 
early or something. Yeah, like, yeah. He just did. John's like, what the fuck? Is he all right? It's gone. <laughs> like they did like a blue screen or something. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, he's just a nerd, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's like you look at Steve Jobs and like, yeah, I'm not gonna shower. It's not, not a dude, thing I do. Dude, Steve Jobs' freaking nuts about his time in India and stuff and all the psychedelics he took. Like, I, I thought all those were myths, but when I sat down to read it, like, it was nuts. Mm, he's a bit crazy. He, he was, was a, a very new character. Okay. He was very new agey. I think that, uh, you know, it's interesting to see how a guy so gifted can be uh, so stupid in some ways, not like refusing the treatment and stuff for his cancer, <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. going back on that. Well, I guess he, we all have he, our weaknesses. He went to do the that's, macrobiotic that's, stuff, didn't he? Such a common story, though, unfortunately, because cancer is such a, a specter. You know, people are so yeah. scared. Of it. And oftentimes... Well, the treatment's I mean, pretty hard. Commonly, well. people, people turn to alternative medicine because they... You know, regular medicine will tell you, oh, well, there's nothing more we can do about this or that, whereas alternative medicine will tell you, there's a whole world of possibilities just try everything you never know something might work so people turn to that because it sounds you know hopeful but it's just snake oil yeah sucks he does i read an article the other day but uh some, they discovered like something in north uh australia which was uh it was this type of a very rare berry and this isn't just some sort of bullshit article it was actually uh quite credited one but there was this berry they were testing on like animals for tumors in the head and neck and it, was, it completely just eradicated them. Uh, let me try and find it. I know it's a bit off topic. I'll post it in there. But very interesting to see how uh, medical treatment's evolving for that. I remember, uh, yeah. you know, it used to be just blast them all with chemo. <laughs> well, I guess it's still, still the extent. That's the case, yeah. It's yeah. still but, pretty much that. I love yeah. reading about, like, cures they find for humans and bees while all the bees are dying. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, these bees are going to die. The world works in mysterious ways. <laughs> This does work in serious ways, but Baj, up to you. You've been uh, dr- drilling it up for a while now. You better have an entire list for us. <laughs> yeah, what you got? Again, I, I don't like these questions. They're, they're like um, they're like favorite questions. It's, it's like I don't, I don't really know. And then I'll be in, I'll be uh, sitting on the toilet tomorrow morning and suddenly think, oh Christ, how about? Uh, it's, a, it's a bar Kinder Brunel. Yeah, he was good. At what he did. Ch- Chuckle Brothers is for you, Baj. Oh yeah, to me, to you. <laughs> they'll be looking at that they're not from the UK will they no. uh, so I, I don't I don't have somebody I, I sit there and stare and think oh, he's my hero I don't think it's I don't really uh, there's anyone I just respect deeply people yeah, yeah I, there's, there's people that do things I think but but again you know I, I don't sit there and, and and fill my brain up with them you know I'll, I'll tomorrow yeah. I'll think of somebody and think oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so there well it is, it's, I think it's hard to separate, like, people that you admire or people that you like from people who, what they've done or what you know about what they've done or whatever has actually had a significant impact on your life. Mm. Like, I've been thinking about it as well this whole time, and I'm finding it hard to pin down specifically, like, if I had not known about these people or this person or whatever, like, that my life would be different because of it. I think there's only like a handful for myself. Like, I think sometimes I you don't realize it when it happens too, to some yeah. degree, if that makes sense. Yeah. I want to say, honestly, it's very cheesy, but I think everyone I've met on YouTube sort of like, a, not, change, not change my life, but I look like 
who I am. Like, I feel like I've been raised by the internet, you know, so to speak, rather than... No, no, you're, you're right. I mean, we could sit here and say, you know, Elon Musk is doing some great stuff for giving away his patents. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, and then all these people, as I say, like Warren Buffett and, and that, they, they give away a lot of their money and being very sort of philanthrop- philanthropic. Philanthropic. Um, it's good. But as you say... You get you get an email from somebody on that, that watched you on YouTube and, and and said you know you've helped me do this or something that that's that yeah. kind of touches you just as much. Yeah, for sure. All the little things. I mean, yeah. for you guys, yeah, I suppose in a way we all help. It's kind of you being the hero though, as opposed to well, Baj is my hero. Cole, if you got a problem with that, I what do you think I have the Lord Baj poster in my room for? <laughs> no, I mean, I, you know, there are people that have overcome things that, that send me messages about, you know, I've helped them overcome something, maybe, but but them yeah. doing it is is pretty heroic. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Well, we're all heroes in our own story, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> what is it? That's a very cheesy. I take that back. Right. Is that, is that it? We got one more? I think that well, makes. Next... Oh, unless Cole has something? Well, oh, no, we've got, we got a couple more. Oh. All right, anyway. Quickies. Let's make them quickies. Amanda, next question from Amanda is, who out of the Minecraft people will be on your family feud family? Family fortunes <laughs> for those of us in England. Oh, okay. Interesting. Hmm. You guys have family feud over there? We yes, have family, family, family fortunes. fortunes. <laughs> which same, is what it's thing. called. Well... It's always, yeah, family feud hosted by... Yeah, it's not, it's not a religious black guy hosting I wanna, I want to call dibs on Oh, a wow, it's all topical. <laughs> I, I call dibs on a video. I don't know why. He seems Dude, very... Uh, yeah, we can share. Ways. Yeah. Well, okay. We'll, we'll pick a video for one because I think... Most oh, we're not like two separate teams playing against know. each other? <laughs> well, it's hypothetical. Okay, um, okay hmm. well, well, we'll do Baj, We'll do me and you, and we have, well, we'll say we have four picks for our team. <laughs> And we'll go, I was we'll go. my team there because I was going to pick Coco. Seems knowledgeable in wide ranges of things. But it's not—it's yeah. not really a quiz oh. for for knowledge, though, is it? It well, kind of, well, it's a good—it's a quiz for understanding popular. how people think. Yeah, popular opinion is what it is, basically. Yeah. So if somebody says like, you know, what's the first thing you think of when someone says genitalia? You know, then just Nebris. try to guess whatever. That's not an answer to that question. <laughs> I think I picked Nebris on my team. There's plenty yeah. of Minecraft lore where you could have a a Minecraft themed family feud game. God, we should know. do that. That'd be great. Okay. Yeah, totally. You could come up with questions. That's, that... it. That's it. That's the new mini game in Minecraft. <laughs> See, Se- Sev is a, if Sev's an intelligent guy, maybe. Yeah, Sev yeah, would be a good is. one. He'd be a good. He one. is. I was just... And and, and Sev, I. Seth, I suspect, Seth, is probably Seth quite is, good. but yeah. he's very he's, lo- he's logically very smart. Must say, Seth is. I, I, I suspect very, Seth has a lot of. I, know. I suspect he's got a lot of stuff in, in it's that head. It's more general knowledge, unlocking. though, isn't it? That is true. I think PSJ also would be one of those. He seems very wise. Hmm. <sighs> See, I wouldn't pick either of those people for my team because they seem like people that are smart, but not in their specialized areas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess Seth's an awesome sort of programmer, but is he good at, let's say? You know, naming the fifty thousand countries in West Norway. Sorry, I was <laughs> that, struggling for that. Really, that's not really what Family Feud is all about. I, I'm oh, gonna, I'm gonna pick Sev, Seth, Nebris, and Ori. 
There you Ooh. go. Because I think uh, I think Ori's probably got a lot of things, knowledge base areas that that the guys don't have. I don't know. I mean, like Family Feud is all pretty pretty pedestrian ish kind of knowledge, isn't it? It's not like yeah, oh, it's yeah, not yeah, like, yeah. It's what's not like who wants to be millionaire. Fucking, what's the speed of two trains traveling towards each other? But, 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 but uh, when you get down the line, ice cream cones did so and so touch with their butt, you know, and then it's yeah. So what's what's the last thing you take off at night, you know? But, but as you go yeah. down the line, the, it's, the, the it's something else. You need you need to get a little bit more creative uh, as it as it goes on. So yeah, <laughs> that's that's my list anyway. Interesting. Well, that was just lovely. And uh, on to the final question from Ron Smalik. Who asks, how do you Ron. feel about stores setting up Christmas displays well before Halloween or Thanksgiving? Hate it. Well, I, uh, we don't have Thanksgiving here, but I guess it would be Halloween, right? Yeah. Well, you, go, you, you live in a, capital, or, what, a capitalist world. It's going to happen, right? Yeah, but that's not that's not what the message of Christmas is about. How do I feel about it? I hate it, but it's just the way the world goes. <laughs> yeah. I, I personally am indifferent. So to make money, the earlier you get that out, the more you sell. No, you see, uh, I, I I'm from a I, family where the Christmas tree didn't go up until you know, like the you know, a few days before. Yeah, eighteenth, nineteenth, something like that. Um, and I I don't think there should be anything Christmassy before the first of December. But, uh, yeah, I think that these things ought to be contained within the month that they're contained in. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's sort of like um, it's inevitable that it's going to be this way. It's kind of like with trolling and stuff. Like somebody's always going to uh, break the rules for their own benefit. Yeah. yeah, it's just like last year. There was this whole hullabaloo about the fact that um, Black Friday and the whole you know all the big shopping weeks. These stores are starting to reach just a f- another day ahead of time, or another day ahead of time. Like they're taking Thanksgiving away from people because they're they're moving it up further because they want to get the edge on the other mm-hmm. stores. And it's just inevitable that that's always going to keep happening. Like one more day early, one more day earlier. I mean, I, now, un- I mean, uh, I understand uh, with with Christmas, you want you want to you know, people want to buy wrapping paper before December, but there's I'll there's a. Talk- fu- it's finally full greed point of view here. Yeah. Like just yeah. stores want money. They want money yeah. to go to them well, more than others. First, so they're going to do whatever they can to cause that. To I, I want to jump in here and say that, uh, well, you guys, I do I really go into the stores. All my stuff's online. And I mean, you can buy that stuff online, like anytime now, can't you? So I, I mean, is there really an issue though? That's, why, I'm, that's why I say I'm indifferent to it because I don't even just I just don't play the game. I don't give a shit what kind of fucking yeah. display. Like if have. I want to buy a Christmas tree in spring, I can fucking do that on the you internet. Know, I didn't care until I had a kid. I have you guys know, and it's uh, really fucking difficult to go that, into uh, a store and see this stuff because my daughter wants Christmas now, and so yeah. or like any of these things, you know. So it's hard. Like. You yeah. just don't want to even go in the store because there's a Christmas tree there. Like, I'm not even joking. We had to come home. I have a little Christmas tree for mail time, and we let her play with it the other day because she wanted a damn Christmas tree so bad after seeing a Christmas tree in the store. Yeah. It's like, well, what do you do? She's only three. You can't say. Like, last night, she she's convinced. This is total tangent here, but she's convinced that bedtime, the only time to sleep is when it's dark outside. So naps are no longer even in the equation. There's no naps because the answer is it's not dark outside, Daddy. He's like, oh, well, you got me there. 
But last night, um, like she's gotten to the point where, like, whenever we record, we stop at eight, so I do the bedtime stuff. So whenever I, I you know, a lot of times her and my wife will be back in the at the end of the house until about that time. Well, last night I wasn't doing anything, so I came back there and it was like six, and she was like, "It is not nighttime," and I'm like, "Yeah, you're right, it's not nighttime." It is not nighttime. I'm like, "Yeah, you're <laughs> correct. It's absolutely light outside currently," and she's like, "It is not dark." It just starts crying. I'm like. Fucking hell! I just came back here to ask what you guys wanted to eat. Yeah, she thinks she had to bed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. That I can understand. Then I mean that that does suck. But as as a non-parent, I, I don't give a fuck. Yes. <laughs> don't yeah. parent. Fuck you. I go to the store to get my shit. If there's Christmas shit around, or if there's Halloween shit around, I mean, like, I I personally I'm a big fan of autumn stuff seasonally. It's about pretty much the only time of the year that I really give a fuck about that stuff. Like, I love pumpkin things. I love the smell of all the autumn-themed things. You know, that kind of, I don't know, it's just like a leafy, all that stuff. I just really like that. I guess because I, I grew up in the Midwest, and in Arizona, I guess I kind of miss it because none of that happens. There's no, like, changing the leaves. There's no nothing, no snow. So, I mean, I like that, but I just don't give a fuck. If they put up Christmas stuff, whatever doesn't really affect me. I'm going to get my yeah. fucking microwave meals and my fucking milk to go home. Can we, can we, can we do a, a Minecraft Secret Santa this year, please? <laughs> no, can we actually do it? Like, let's that, say, that is not a bad idea. That would be quite funny, I think. Like, in yeah. someone, life, like we someone, like know each other? Yeah. Yeah, someone will not? buy me an auto blow. I know I'm getting it. <laughs> Basically, just you just want to you wanna do this is for the auto blow. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll get seven. He'll send me his. It isn't used, or at least I hope it isn't. <laughs> oh my god! We'll see. Uh, maybe somebody and then we can do, we can do yeah. We can do videos of us opening them. <laughs> that would be. I think it's a really good idea. Actually, I like this idea. Yeah, I like this idea too. There you go. We should do that. You know, I would only be offended that Sevs is used because he won't tell us what it feels like. Not yeah, that maybe. you used it. I mean, you would just have to throw it away. But the guy, if he if he if you sent it to you and it'd been used, I'd be so mad because he'd been holding yeah. out the information. It's the only one that has access to this information, and he won't share it. I uh, I am slightly uh, concerned that a you know he has one that's used or not, and b how would you know if it's used? Well, it, got... it would feel like different than if it was. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have the same. You have no basis of comparison. Oh God. Ugh. <laughs> Wouldn't you smell it? Oh. I would smell it, like, when I first got it. You no, were the, see you were the guy that threw up. I bought one brand new, brand new. I feel like the that's the first thing I would do, was sniff it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear you said go, actually. What'd you say? I said to enjoy the the, the new plastic smell. <laughs> yeah, you gotta... We, it's so you ever bought a dildo? I mean, you still smell it, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's two questions there. Both of which are no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, yes. Did we answer the question? I think we did. Let's run away. I think that was. <laughs> I think that was it. I think that was it. So, uh, so we all know yeah. what we're getting for our secret Santa. Then. Yeah, we do. No, Just we send everyone all the blues. We need to sniff it. And <laughs> The first thing I'm gonna do yeah. when open the box is smell it. So don't send me all the <laughs> shit, please. Essence. Okay. <laughs> you just gonna like well, fart? No, you're gonna sell the same pillow while we let's play for like a month and just fart in it and mail it to you. Well, like, fart, well that's that surprise fart. ruined, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> surprise ruined. In an earthy jar, and then 
I don't know. I just have a message in the jar, and when he opens it to get the message, it's just farts. Put a Kit Kat in there. Oh, God. A Kit Kat? <laughs> yeah. Shittiest Kit Kat ever. Minecraft challenge. The spittiest <laughs> Kit Kat ever. <laughs> Can you eat the Kit Kat from the shitty jar? <laughs> don't stick How it. do you eat it? Mm. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> pretty much sums up our podcast. Mm-hmm. So, Baj, as per usual, take us away. No. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it's not its room. We need to scrap this entire podcast now. You would do it. <laughs> I think you should play us out. Well, guys, that was episode 89 of the Minecraft podcast. Thanks for watching. If you have any uh, emails, send them to. Come on, guys. Help, help me out here. MinecraftLP.com. Podcast at MinecraftLP.com. And I uh, also want to give a special shout out to Pause this week. Who, is he getting married this week? Yeah, 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 I think. So. Congrats, Buzz. Because uh, we don't have any invites. Hopefully, he will FaceTime us and put us on the front row. Uh, <laughs> like offended if like uh, you like watch it all of a sudden like B O's there. He's like the best man. Yes. Yeah, B O's the best man, and then you've got like Pulsewars Junior. Like yeah, best. like everyone else is pretty much there but us. We're just like yeah. Wait, everyone's there. <laughs> and or in cool. trouble terrorists. Cool is actually recording the podcast from inside the toilet right now, and he's just about to go out. <laughs> Should I say a, a personal message to Andrea? Run, run while you can. Run while you can. <laughs> but many congratulations to Pause and his yep. newly uh, married married wife. Does that make sense? Sure. Well, okay, we'll take that. Do you know when it is? I don't know when it is. I don't know exactly the day. It's this week. It's this week. But, but yeah. hopefully, all goes well. So yeah. hopefully, all goes well. <laughs> Well, you know, he, 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 could, he could get drunk and fall and like break an arm or something, or oh, yeah, you know, he could, doesn't catch fire or something. Weddings are often dangerous. Okay. <laughs> they are very drunk dancing is not good, guys. I've Let seen me you tell you that. Indeed, but that was episode eighty nine of the Minecraft podcast. Thank you, and Baj, do the piano. No, you're you're playing this out. Is this a mariachi band? <laughs> if you know what tune that was, let us know. Podcast. We'll see you next time on the date. <laughs> oh god. Mm. Well, that, was... that was good. That was quite long as well.